Thank you. Good evening. Welcome to the Canton Select Board meeting for February 28th, 2023, 5.33 p.m. Good evening. Uh, before we go to the first order of business, unfortunately, I have one uh, announcement I'd like to make. If uh, the, my fellow colleagues would uh, let me make um, someone that passed away that worked for this town for many years. Uh, unfortunately, Robert E. Wadman, Bobby Wadman, I call him Bobby. He was known as Wad down at the station, correct, Chief? Wadi. Wadi, thank you. Uh, Robert E. Wadman of Canton in Southeastern died February 20th. Uh, 2023, he was 90 years old. Bob was a proud veteran of the United States Air Force and served the town of Canton as a police officer for 29 years. Um, husband of the late Linda A. Hartrayers, father of Mary Jackson and her husband Alan, stepfather of Meg Piano and her husband M Michael, along with Aaron B. Skrasovitz, Skinitz, excuse me if I messed that up and I probably did, and her husband Brett, and she, he survived by five brothers, four grandchildren, and one great-grandchild. Uh, I knew Bobby from around town for many, many years. He always had a smile on his face, always happy, and uh, he sorely missed and a part of Canton uh, uh, police officer 29 years, God bless him. So if you have a moment of silence and memory to keep uh, the Wadman family and um, his family and your thoughts and prayers would be appreciated. Thank you for, thank you folks, thank you. Uh, my colleagues. Uh, Mr. Theodore, first order of business, please, sir. Oh, Nail, yeah. Oh, Mr. Freilich, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Welcome, Chief. Good to see you as always. Oh, yes. Jeff, you'll be up next. Okay, so my operating budget pretty much is uh, the increases are uh, contractual salary increases and goods and services. Uh, and I accept for, we're going for a um, deputy chief, new deputy chief position. And basically, uh, I'll speak on that um, first. The, uh, so the fire department is pretty much broken up into operational administration. And this new deputy chief would probably be on the administration side, which covers the EMS division. And basically, that's, that's our busiest division. Uh, it generates the most revenue for the town covers, there's a lot of liability with the EMS division. So he'd be focused on that. He'd also um, would probably be involved in the new paramedicine, community paramedicine program that we're trying to start up. Uh, he'd be involved in some grants. Um, I'm gonna say over the last five years, we've probably obtained over 700,000 in grants. And we use that for equipment training and that's all money that the town doesn't have to come up with. We, we get that. Um, and then what we would do is probably move that, the, the other deputy chief, uh, focus on code enforcement, inspections, stuff like that. We're kind of um, slowed down on that because we got so busy. Um, and I would say there's a lot of construction in Canton. 
a lot of uh, commercial and residential. Uh, so he'd be out doing that stuff. Um, and that would offer a, a, another senior officer that could respond to emergencies. Uh, so pretty much that's why we would need that position. Um, I can get into um, the other increases on the, um, um, on the operating budget. Uh, so adjustments, we've made some adjustments, $5,100 in adjustments we've uh, trimmed down. Um, and that's, uh, that's just some uh, stipends, salary adjustments. We've lowered the budget a, a little bit there. I have an increase in um, uh, the rent for Draper Brothers. Uh, that, that's, a, that's a contractual. I think it's up uh, fiscal year 25. So this year the increase is um, 1100 uh, So vehicle repair and maintenance, I uh, increased $5,500. We have software maintenance. Uh, we have an increase in twenty-two thousand uh, dollars. That's all uh, ESO, Lexapol, all that stuff. That's the annual maintenance and uh, agreements we have. Uh, gas and diesel. I've increased twenty-one hundred. Um, you know, basically, I think the price is going to go up, and we keep getting busier and busier. So we use more fuel. Uh, office supplies. Five hundred dollar increase. Uh, utilities, price increase, uh, I boosted that up to 29600 um, Building maintenance, $7,500 increase. Um, so that's, that's the fire department, um, Department 220. Uh, now we have the dispatch services, uh, that's 215. Just hang on a second. Sure. Did, did anyone want to, before it moves on to the next department, is there any questions on? Mm -hmm. um, you mentioned a new paramedicine program that yes. you started for the community. Just, I'm not familiar with that, just two sentences on what does that mean? Yeah. And, and then the second question is, um, does the staffing that you are suggesting that, does that cover whatever anticipated staffing needs there may be due to absences and you know, disability uh, uh, or otherwise? Uh, uh, your second question, staffing for? You're, you're looking for a new position. Oh, yes. And does that? Cover the needs that you foresee coming up because of staffing absences. I just, I think it's a takeover. I think we'll, we'll just, I don't know if it works. Yeah, it's, it's but, uh, the administration and there's a lot more liability, so you, you want to basically protect the town. That's right, correct, yeah. Yeah, to see that the training is up on the, on the uh, EMT side, the uh, paramedic. A lot paramedic of liability. Side, a lot of liability, yeah. <coughs> Uh, and the community paramedicine program. So basically, we have a, a new vehicle, uh, C6 is called, and um, we're going for a license to carry blood. Uh, so if there's an extended extrication in the county, uh, we, can, we have these uh, medics that are trained uh, throughout the county that will respond and they can administer blood to whoever is stuck. They get transfused? Yes, yeah. Wow. And uh, so, so that's kind of the start of it. It's still in its infancy. Um, we're doing some um, investigation work. Uh, I believe the um, chief in Mansfield, he started it. He has a program like this and we're going to talk to him. And um, so basically I can see us working with like uh, Council on Aging, um, the health nurse, um, you know, Diane Tynan. Um, these people that come out of the hospital uh, and they get home and sometimes you know, mostly elderly, um, 
they sometimes can't care for themselves. Um, and and we, we could go there maybe once a week and make sure they're doing their discharge instructions correctly, they're taking their medicines, just to pop in and see how they're doing. Um, that was my idea, you know. Um, and, and while we're there, we could check for, you know, hazards, any kind of, if there's any. Trip and fall. Yeah, you, a lot of times they, they have these shag rugs with no rubber backing and they're very slippery. We, we go to a lot of them. Um, you know, anything near the stove, the combustibles near the stove, just a quick lookout, you know what I mean? Uh, so anyways, that was my idea. Yeah, that's uh, a great idea, great we'll, contribution. We'll see how that. hopefully we can get that going. Mm -hmm. That's all the yeah, program is paramedically, you call it, is that what you call Paramed it? Community paramedicine. Paramedicine. Now, yeah. when you say uh, blood transfusions, are uh, being able to do that, is that a countywide thing or is that just specifically Yeah, it could be, a, it's a countywide thing, yeah. So, so they have a Norfolk County Technical Rescue Team and Canton has some guys that are involved and I'm one of them. And uh, basically, if, if there's some type of uh, entrapment, they do trench rescue, confined space, high angle, um, they'll call Norfolk County Dispatch if they need us and we'll respond. So um, if there's a, a extended extrication, somebody caught in a machine, somebody trapped, we can get to and they need blood, we can how many other that. How many other towns do this? Uh, well, it, it, it's... That would be zero. <laughs> well, the blood you're talking about, right, yeah, right, zero, I yeah, I, I thought you meant the to, yeah, tech rescue. Yeah, no, the blood, this is new. This I is, thought we were asking for new. another deputy chief, not another chief. Yep. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> Your lips didn't even move, Wendell. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> well, another example of Canton being a leader. That's right. And that's the vehicle that's that we right. got with the grant, correct? Correct. The, the, yes. the orange one, I mean the red yeah, one. Yeah, the orange one. You like that vehicle, don't you? I do. It's called, I, it looks like the uh, Ghostbusters truck. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. Okay. I'll be quiet. Uh, so anyway, so I can move on to, uh, so um, Thanks, Thanks, Department Jeremy. 215 is the dispatch services. Uh, that's contractual with the um, Norfolk County uh, dispatch that we have. Uh, that's uh, $8,214 increase. Um, fire alarm budget. Uh, is going to remain the same, no increases there. Uh, ambulance budget, we have uh, increase in supplies. Um, the prices of goods are going up. Uh, EMT training is uh, increase of five thousand. Basically, that I'm sure two guys, and I need to. If I hire EMTs, I'm going to try to hire medics. But if I can't, I hire EMTs. It's ten thousand dollars to send. Uh, one person to school for paramedic school uh, so I increased that um, and diesel fuel $4,800 and uh, and we have a, a reduction they harvested uh, $1,200 $300 out of the budget that's a defibrillator maintenance um, item the first year there's a warranty on it so we cut that down um, and we adjusted a paramedic overtime um, for four thousand um, dollars. Let's see, uh, two ninety one emergency management. Um, we have a reduction of six thousand. That's a adjustment to a stipend. So basically, there was no increase there. It was a reduction. Uh, basically, that's my budget. And you met with the 
the uh, Wizard of My Numbers, correct? Randy, yes, I did. Okay. Yes, I did. That's, that's the key. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> we uh, tend to listen to what he and the uh, town administrator, well, we don't tend to. I mean, I do. He's a, the buck stops there. So. Any questions for the chief? Great job, first year. Okay, thanks. Thank you. Thank you, Wendell. Okay, thanks. Uh, before we call up the next department, I made a, I missed it. I missed. I missed. I mixed. I made a mistake. Someone slept on the back of head. He's slipping. We had asked uh, Jeff Sullivan to come in um, to do his um, update um, at the last minute, and I was supposed to take him on, right away at 5:30. And I was told three times, and I guess you got to tell me four times. So, Jeff, I apologize, and uh, Debbie is with you and um, uh, well again thank you for coming in and uh, again I my mistake it, I was told three times I should have been told four so but thank you Debbie and uh, Jeff thank you oh, you're welcome no problem Mr. Chairman and I appreciate the select board seeing me uh, my name is Jeff Sullivan I serve on the Walk Bike Hike Committee with the Railing Street I'm Debbie Stein Sharp and 15 Historical Way and I chair the Walk Bike and Hike Committee so we come before you today to ask permission to run a second annual townwide cleanup on April 1st from 10 in the morning to 12 noon at various locations around town. I'm glad to see all the department heads showed up to support this effort. <laughs> Tyler, uh, you know, head of CASA, appreciate you guys all being here. This is terrific. Thank you for the support. Um, we have a poster that we'll be, uh, you'll see around town um, that will link to our sign-up. Uh, this year we're hoping sign-up's a little easier. Um, uh, allowing people to go on to sign up Genius uh, to our website of keepcantbeautiful.org to um, go on sign up Genius and select where you want to clean up in town. Uh, so that should be a little easier for people to um, help pick out where they want to clean up in town. We have about, their, uh, about 10 sites located right now that are heavily soiled areas that could use a lot, a lot of volunteers to help uh, pick up the litter. Uh, we didn't get it all last year, so we'd like to try to get it this year. And, there uh, may be some new litter since last year. <laughs> there might be, there might be. Um, and we want to thank the select board for hosting the uh, cookout uh, following the event at the high school football game. Are we going to do that again? I'd like to. Absolutely. Yep. Absolutely. Yep. absolutely. Yeah, we just need sure. you to take care of the no snow or rain on that day. Everyone <laughs> take care of everything else. No problem. That's the chairman's job. Don't look. Thank you. <laughs> um, any questions from the Hear any questions? board or the uh, Anyone in the audience? Yeah, that's great. Uh, worked out well last year. A lot of fun. I think people enjoy it. And it just was, like I say, this Yeah, well, hopefully uh, this day uh, we have a little less activities. We are going to interfere with the Easter egg hunt. Um, but um, but that's, that's that the only event that's that I know what's going on on April 1st. Well, last year we had the parade, the Little League parade. And that's what, yeah. Yeah, parade, communions, yeah. congregation, yeah, dance recitals. There was a lot. But... Uh, you know, last year was a good, good result. We had about 265 people, um, and uh, hopefully this year we can have a greater turnout. Good. And to add to that, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, it was. It was. Yeah. And we picked up a lot of trash, which is great. Yeah, a lot of, and then the, the celebration down at the Memorial Field was uh, a, lot of, uh, a lot of people getting together. It's a lot of smile and a lot of happy people. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. I appreciate all the effort. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Jeff, thank you. And again, uh, Sorry for the delay. No worries. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, now back on track. Take a motion to support or approve the event? Or? Well, I think, yeah, we can do that. I mean, it goes without saying, but yeah, is there a motion? I mean, yeah, motion to support the uh, annual, which will be an annual cleanup day. And we'll April take 1st. care of the uh, what we did last year? 
with the help of the town club and some other. Yeah, the town, we, the town, yeah, the town club. I think we, uh, we uh, allocated a certain amount of money last year. Yeah, we didn't find from we, I don't think, no, we didn't. If I we, don't we think look at no, we, we just, we, what we did is we support, we did the cooking and all that, and it was a town club that. Got the girls and things, remember yeah, that? But yeah, yeah. if there's any money that needed, I'm sure the yeah, board should sure, step up and thank the folks. Thank the people for volunteering, absolutely, the least we can do. And only one hamburger and hot dog each time, okay? So the motion's been made and seconded by Ms. Lopez. Any further discussion? Hearing uh, no other words, conversation, comments, questions, hearing all those in favor say aye. Aye. Four zero. And I did get, just got a message from Mr. Connolly. Unfortunately, he uh, something came up with his family, so uh, everything's okay. But um, he, um, I said, don't worry, because we uh, kept it light. Uh, we had another commitment, but that was postponed. So, Mr. Theodore. Next on the agenda is the DPW, Mr. I mean, the police chief. He wants to defer to the police chief. What about um, Trotter? Mike Trotter. Hello, Bill. Mike, Mr. Actually, Walsh. I'm going to stand Mr. Scones is standing in, and Bill Walsh is here as well. But typically, so you want to? Uh, you want to? No, you want to go? You, what are you going to let her go first? Hold on. I'm going to get up there. All right. <laughs> She's not complaining. Why? Why, huh? Why not? <laughs> <laughs> How is everybody? I'm sorry. Oh, you got. Oh no, no. Um, thank you very much, and, and thank you for recognizing and remembering Wadi. It means a lot. And I did get to meet with the Wizard of Numbers this past <laughs> week, and we have culled my request quite, quite a bit. Down. So, so I'm just going to jump over the parts. Um, when I put this together, um, a lot of the contracts hadn't been decided, so I was you know, kind of doing a budget, calculating what I thought would happen. But after now, we have all the contracts are in place. And I've met with Randy, so we're just going to touch base on what we are definitely going forward with now. If that works for everybody, so I don't keep you all night. Um, if we can start with the animal control, though, because that's sure. easy. That's six hundred dollars for um, uniforms, because Ms. we're having a hard time. Miss Nee, Officer Nee, I should say. Um, well, for the for Stacy has her uniforms, but it's replacements. We're having a hard time keeping people to assist Stacy, so every time we hire somebody, they have to get some new uniforms, and uniforms are very expensive in emergency services and anywhere. Everything's expensive now, so. Um, and if anybody doesn't have any, any questions on animal control, if not, we'll move on to police. Good, hold them right along. All right, so the, the very first thing um, that, that is still in play, according to Randy, is um, my wish and I know that we're struggling right now as a community money-wise, but, but um, eventually I would like to, I put in the request for four new, brand new police positions within the police department. Um, but I've, we, four of our officers are assigned full-time to the schools and, and it just, the town has grown so much. We're getting so many calls with mental health and I mean, we have the mental health clinician, but she doesn't go on calls alone. She goes with a police officer. And right now we're at a position, we're losing the profession throughout the nation is losing police officers at an unprecedented rate. Um, and we are down. So right now the police department is down for offices of positions we already have. And we're, we're doing interviews on Monday before new for, to fill those positions. but. Right now, everybody that takes a day off costs overtime, so that's, that's the overtime line item. So I'd like to get to a point in my tenure as chief to, to have 50 from the top down employees at the Camden Police Department. I think that would, 
enable us to do all of the programs like the school resource officer program is I think beloved by the schools I think Derek buys in totally to it and, and all the teachers do I know in many other communities maybe that's not the case but in this community it's a huge part of who we are and to ever even think about having to bring them back into patrol um, is not an option for me in, in the vision that I have going forward for the police department and also to augment the traffic unit again yeah. <laughs> we know the <Yeah>. traffic <laughs> unit in this town is is the, the uh, busy busy unit and, and to be able to Crazy. put more people dedicated to traffic so that we're in everybody's neighborhoods like everybody wants us to be that would be ideal and I think another full four positions over the next number of years so I just wanted to put it on your radar that I'm probably going to be like that woodpecker coming back at you every year with just to clarify uh, if we appoint somebody they don't come to work the next day it's 16 weeks I believe isn't it right which is just another so request on the back yeah that okay. that's it's it's longer than 16 weeks um, by the time you get them field training they're still not out on their own so it's it's really probably a good six months from hiring training and going about transfers if well, because we're a civil service community, our ability to transfer is limited to civil service communities, which means that the chief that they're leaving has to sign off, and everybody is losing people, and they're not going to sign off. So our only option is hires off the, the exam list, and I'm sure the fire department's running into the same thing. So that's just a pretty please. In the next few years, I'd like to really augment the, the we police have more, more if, I, if I'm more, correct. More police officers. More, more, I think over the years. More retiring I, I, coming in the, in the distant future, correct? Right. Well, we just lost two in the past yep. week that, that moved on to different moved. professions. So, um, yeah. Oh, That's, not even transferred. They, they stopped being police officers. One of officers. them stopped. Yeah. Well, in this year, two of them stopped being police officers yeah. and went into different fields. It's, yeah. it's, the people become in the retirement age. Yeah, but these are people that are not no, reaching retirement that. age so that are leaving this field. So, yeah. so it's, it's obviously becoming a problem. You have to it's just read the news. Time. I could yeah. um, $60,000 increase in training. That is, again, succession planning. The, the upper echelon of the police department is all relatively young, but we're, you know, we don't have years and years, years left. So we have to make sure that people are in the positions to step into our roles when we leave. So that is a lot of what the training money is. And it's also mandated training that has been put forth by the uh, Peace Officers Standards and Training Commission post after, um, after so th this mandated training that, that we have to send the officers to that perhaps a couple of years ago before that committee was formed, we didn't have to. Um, what else do I have here? A lot of these were, were as I said, contract um, things that, that Randy has covered so we don't even have to go over them, right? Uh, yeah, okay, I just want to make sure. And some of them are um, building maintenance stuff that I, I believe is another role that, that is, is transitioning, so you can knock that off. See how I'm calling this whole budget request down? <laughs> the main thing on the back, I think, would be the, the expenses. And um, one of the very new things that I would like to do, because wellness is huge to me in the police department, and I know the fire department has this, but the, the line item that talks about professional and technical services, that is bringing somebody into the police department once a year or once every other year that, that does a complete medical exam with um, you, chief. You can be chief now and, and talk to your chief role because um, they, you know we all say, yes, they have health insurance, but most of them don't go and this
company comes right to the police station, runs all these diagnostic tests on offices. And if I'm not mistaken, one of the tests that the fire department found cancer in one of the offices. So I'd like to, it's not mandated, it's, it would be a, a voluntary thing, but just a way of saying from the town, like we, we care. We know, especially with people fleeing from the profession, I think this is an opportunity to make sure that they're healthy physically. And, and mentally, maybe down the road we can do something. And it's also, I'm um, a CPR instructor uh, with in-service training. We used to go to in-service training um, off-site, and it would sometimes be overtime. Now we're doing in-service training, pulling them in on duty to do it online. Um, but, but by doing that, we don't have a CPR instructor like when you used to go off-site, they had a CPR instructor. So we bring in a, a female from town, Caitlin McCarthy, who's a an emergency room nurse and she's fantastic. So that would be like a change that we've never done before. Operational supplies, I mean, I think we can all agree everything's gone up, so that's why there's an increase there. Um, maintenance and radio equipment, I'm kind of jumping around. We've ne we haven't had a radio and maintenance agreement, like a contract with somebody if the radios go down, that, that and the fire and police are, are trying to get into having a company and there would be like a yearly operational, you know, fee for that. Um, equipment for personnel, these last two lines speak to hiring. So they're not gonna be like every year I'm gonna be requesting this, but this year, if I got my four brand new people and the four people that we have to backfill, eight people, the academy costs money, the uniforms to put them through the academy costs money. So these last two line items would be based on who we hire, how many we hire, how many we send to, to a school. So this was like just kind of a, a guesstimate of what I was looking for, but does anybody have any questions? Is that it, Randy? No. I covered it, all right. Be short, be sweet, be brief. Any questions? Anyone have questions for the chief? You the chief? All right. I'm in the budget, I just have, no. it has nothing to do with Jeez. the budget. But you're talking about the animal control officers. I, I had a couple of people comment. What are we doing about the coyote problem? Um, I, I didn't know. I, I, I saw coyotes I, on the news in another town last night, but I didn't realize Stacy hasn't indicated to me we have an issue with well, coyotes. Well, someone called me and they asked me what you're doing. I just said, yeah, I, I would actually call the police department and see what they, you know. Yeah, uh, to my knowledge, about. we have not had any calls, but I will follow up on that and find out about that. Yeah, have you they, seen they, coyotes? <coughs> Anybody seen? Yeah. They were, they, they were concerned the about their pets yeah. and all that. So I, I, they were just saying, if there's something in the yard, you know, what if. What would they do? do they oh, oh, what would they do? We oh, would what? respond, we'd call Stacy out on it, and um, it depends if, like, we could dispatch if safe. If it was a danger, ideally we wouldn't want to dispatch. You'd want to kind of get them back into the wilderness, but if you thought they were ill or... That's what they, 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 yeah, it was just... Let me talk to Stacy yeah, about that because I just, just sit yeah, here and, I, I and pretend I, I know, but I don't. I, I need to speak yeah. to Stacy on that, and, and Stacy has some family stuff going on, so... Um, yeah, the, I do. From a yeah, I hear my, my It's either that or to a neighbor that's howling at the moon, that's one or the other. Yeah. I will find the answer out and I will email you again. Like I said, Stacy has some family stuff going on. I'm just curious. Trying not to bother her too much right now. All right. Thank you, Chief. Thanks. All right. Thank you. Thank you, Chief. Mr. Uh, Theodore. Um, you tell me. Where are we going with, Mr. Are you ready? Yeah. Oh, you're not going to let Tyler go now? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, uh, Superintendent Trotter is uh, so 
coaching. Pinch hitting for Mr. Trotter. Yes. <laughs> Squeeze in here. Thank you, It takes two people to, to come up Mr. Trotter. Exactly. <laughs> Just ask him. <laughs> uh, he's, um, he's actually coaching uh, the first uh, playoff game for his Earthline Girls uh, Academy that's basketball. He's done it for a thousand, not a thousand years, but for many, many years. Yeah. One day he had the, the misfortune of coming in his gym shots to the team. <laughs> <laughs> I remember it. They're, they're playing Burlington tonight, so they cross your fingers. Anyway, and I appreciate uh, Billy coming in here. Uh, I'm going to put forward uh, Mike's uh, requests and uh, any technical questions that I can't handle. I'm glad that, that Billy's here with me. Um, so Department 192 is the first one, uh, public buildings. Um, and there's two uh, major requests there. Uh, the first one is for a new uh, central maintenance division head or a facilities director. Um, as you may have heard, uh, town administrator uh, is uh, championing this effort to establish a, a true central maintenance division on the municipal side where all of the municipal buildings you know, would be covered. Not every uh, building is technically covered. The, the staff does a phenomenal job, you know, handling, you know, what they can, but, um, but we're looking to, to formalize that. Um, and so that would really requires uh, bringing in a, a head uh, for, that, for that department. Um, and uh, in addition to that, um, or as part of that, um, we have worked with every department head uh, that has, a, has building um, and uh, they've agreed for us to be able to harvest uh, all of their utility uh, budgets, electric, gas, etc., as well as all of their building repair and maintenance budgets to move them all up into this Department 192. And uh, that is all reflected on the far right columns uh, of the, the three-page spreadsheet that you have. Um, so it's a zero sum in that column. It's just moving everything up uh, to the uh, public buildings um, department, and it's 560,000 in total. Um, and uh, the uh, lion's share of that is uh, all utilities, about 404,000. Um, 11,000 is service contracts, which seems a little light to me for all of our buildings, um, leaving 145,000. Uh, in re building repair and maintenance budgets that are being harvested from all of these buildings into this department. Um, department uh, 192, public buildings, has 140,000 in repair and maintenance, but um, based on my experience, having um, gone through this before in my, my prior uh, community, um, if we're representing to all of the department heads who are managing, have been managing these buildings that we've got it now. You know, we're, we're going to cover all of your expenses. We're going to be responsive to all of your repair and maintenance needs, not your new project needs, but your repair and maintenance needs. Um, I, I just based on my experience, I don't think the repair and maintenance budget here that results um, 295,000 is going to cut it. Um, and I think that's, um, probably, you know, part has been part of the issue um, in, in that we're, we're not fully funding, you know, what we need to fund uh, in order to truly care for these, these buildings and avoid um, large, uh, larger investments that we're now currently... Because um, the buildings are getting old. Exactly. So the proposal here, we'll see what's, what can be funded, is to add $200,000 to the repair and maintenance budget 
uh, for this line item. It's the same number that in my prior life when we started the exact same exercise that we added then to see how far does that take us in a given year and then we can adjust you know, in the following year. So th that's, the, that's the ask at this point. And again, we'll see what, can be, what, what we can afford. Um, before I go on from uh, Department 192, since that's a big, that's a big change, any, any questions on that particular um, department, centralized maintenance? No, it's, it's, it's a, it's, I think it's a, a huge step. We should have done it years ago, but thank, thank you, and thanks for uh, town administrator duty. And absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I've been trying to do it for years, so that's good. Thrilled, thrilled uh, with his, yeah. his leadership on, absolutely. on this. It's fantastic. Um, <coughs> Pequot Side Farm, uh, 30000 no, no change there. Again, that's more of a, uh, an additional repair and maintenance budget and because of the uniqueness of that budget we didn't want to roll that in but it's still a uh, similar resource for building maintenance um, next department is department 400 uh, dpw administration um, there are uh, two asks here uh, first one is a position um, uh, operations uh, manager um, that position had been in the budget and unfilled uh, for some time um, and, but now the uh, department has moved forward uh, with a stormwater manager position using those dollars. Um, but um, superintendent is very clear that the position is needed. Um, so, uh, so the ask is to now you know, make, that, um, make that position you know, permanent now, you know, have the stormwater manager position as well as the operations manager position. And down the road, there may be some budgetary relief on that as the stormwater area um, gets established. Um, it's given all the requirements um, that are um, uh, need to be uh, taken care of in towns like Canton and any other city in town. It's highly likely that an enterprise fund would likely be established uh, for stormwater management to be able to have the proper amount of resources to do all the things that has to be has to be done in that in that space. So, so ultimately, um, as the stormwater area progresses, I would see that position moving out into a, a new enterprise funds, which would, of course would be supported by particular fees um, to be determined. Um, That's mandated, correct? All the stormwater work. Yes, I just want to make that clear. That's yeah. mandated. And it's continuing. Yes. It's, it's, it's just, it's, um, it's getting more into What's my favorite word, Mike? Unfunded mandate. Funded. Yeah. yeah. Um, the, the other item uh, within DPW administration uh, is uh, software maintenance increase. Uh, that's for CityWorks, um, software that's used in the department and ultimately will be um, a good tool for uh, central maintenance as well. It's got capabilities built into it uh, that would be appropriate for like a ticket system, that sort of a thing, uh, which you know you want people to be able to, they recognize an issue, put it into the system, and then somebody's on the other end, signs it responsive. So anyway, it's a maintenance fee increase, 5,000. Um, engineering uh, budget, uh, 510. Um, uh, we made a, a minor pay adjustment uh, for the town engineer's salary, uh, 6,600 in order to be able to fill the the role and um, an additional $12,000 being asked for for um, soil testing and surveys uh, that are required uh, in this area. In um, Department 420, Highway Maintenance, um, two asks here. Uh, one is for 
building maintenance and supplies, which of course we've already identified as to be harvested, part of that 145,000, Department 192, and 20,000 for uh, bituminous materials. Um, no changes to the street science budget, gas and oil, cemetery or tree department, uh, but a request in the highway equipment maintenance uh, department, 427, for uh, increased 25,000 for repair and maintenance of equipment. Um, as, uh, that would bring the budget up to the current run rate of what it's costing to take care of the vehicles. Uh, that's the DPW side of things. Uh, there's also the snow and ice budget, which is uh, being recommended again flat, 650,500. We're doing well so far this year. Um, I realize there's something going on, you know, this week, um, but we're uh, currently out of that 650,000. I think we've uh, expended um, just over 330,000 through um, through uh, the end of last end of last week, um, and so what we're hoping is that there may be a, a good amount left over where we could help cure um, a, a deficit in another area at at, at town meeting, uh, which we've discussed uh, with superintendent. And if that amount is there, we're looking for like a quarter million. Maybe it'll be 200. We'll find 50,000 somewhere else. That's going to help solve a, a deficit. Um, issue uh, that we'll bring forward in a, in a different warrant article. Um, then there is uh, water and sewer enterprise. Um, so uh, the I'll start with sewer because it's the easier one. Um, the increase there uh, requested is 187,000 and change. It's a 2.75 percent increase. And 100% plus of that is being driven by the MWRA assessment. So they recently came out with their preliminary assessments. Um, and so we, we have those plugged in. Uh, that's increasing by 192,000 and change. So that is the entirety of the, of the increase on in, in the sewer side. But I'm, I'm pleased to, to see the, um, the relatively flat um, expense run rate with, with sewer. Um, so hopefully that's going to continue to keep downward pressure on rates there. And we've had, I think, two zeros, and I'm hoping another, with what we're seeing here, maybe a, a third. Then there's the water enterprise. Um, the water enterprise budget, um, uh, the request here is for an increase of 1.2 million. That's a 14% increase. Um, and over 10% of that is being driven by two line items. Uh, first being an increase in the uh, MWRA assessment uh, that's going up 467,000. And again, that's based on a trailing average that they use from a year and a half ago. So that represents 5.4% of the 14% increase. Um, and then debt service uh, is, uh, it's, 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 it is our debt service for next year. It's gonna be up uh, 426,000 or another 5.9%. So that's over 10% between those two items. And again, we, on the debt service piece, you know, we've been trying to um, get the, the revenues to support funding capital projects within the water enterprise, 50% cash, 50% debt. We're just not there um, for a variety of reasons. Uh, one primary reason being we just can't sell enough water. Um, and so, uh, and uh, with two summers ago, a very wet uh, summer that put, uh, extreme downward pressure on, on how much water was, was sold that year. And then with all, of course, of all the restrictions, 
um, you know, that's, um, that does, has the same effect. Um, and the MWRA decides that, correct? Because I had people approach me uh, uh, for their businesses if they could buy water and uh, they, we couldn't sell it. So just to, just to make sure that's clear that our hands were tied. Yep. The MWRA said no because we had only a certain allocation, allocation each uh, we have to stay within. Exactly. And um, we, people said, they, can we buy water? And uh, we could not sell it to them. Yeah, we, there's permits, I believe. In terms yes, of exactly. Of, you know, how much it's you can the, the uh, MWRA, DEP, EPA, RCA, and Warner Brothers, and all the others, you know? Right. So it's a, it's a frustrating conundrum where you've got, uh, you're not, we're not selling enough water because of reasons just discussed. Frictions, yeah. And then, but then the infrastructure costs, um, the debt, which is paying for the infrastructure improvements, um, to be, be a partner in MWRA, which is great to have that flexibility. Um, those infrastructure costs, you know, continue to rise and against the backdrop of, you know, falling, um, you know, falling revenue. So it's a, it'll be interesting when we get to this point uh, in uh, early May to discuss rates. Uh, it'll be, it should be an interesting uh, discussion. Um, the other items, uh, that are uh, that are increasing um, contractual on uh, salaries and wages um, just under sixty three thousand uh, the allocation from the general fund um, again formula based sixty seven thousand and then other expenses um, one hundred eighty five thousand is being uh, requested here and there's uh, uh, four primary drivers uh, ninety five thousand is for uh, the tank maintenance contract that we now have now we're actually going to now that work is Coming to a close on the major renovations, now we actually pay an annual fee uh, to keep up that work for the next 13 years. So it's, that's 95,000. Um, the power and electricity requirements are still substantial, so uh, that run rate is uh, resulting in an ask of an incremental 50,000 there. Um, water testing uh, is additional 10,000 needed there, and then um, for uh, professional services for all of the different things that come up uh, that the department needs to do. Um, the superintendent took a look, a five-year average of, you know, where we've been running on the professional services line when we have to contract out for various things. And um, we need to add about 30,000 there just to uh, to get back up to support the, the average of, of expenses that come that you just you can't avoid. Um, and that. This the PPW, Water and Sewer Enterprise, Snow and Ice Budgets. Really, I don't know if you want to add anything. No, you, you covered it all. Yeah, we always thought it was Mr. Trotter, so it's not. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> uh, Ms. Lopez. Um, it's not directly on your budget, but since you raised it, the Snow and Ice, mm -hmm. it seems like you've got something in mind to propose. Yes. Um, and offline discussion, perhaps. No, but, no. You know, we never have um, enough chapter 90 money to deal with our roads. I just wonder as a candidate for your consideration, you know, what a couple of hundred thousand dollars, a quarter million dollars would do if we added that to the funds available to deal with roads. So glad that you've, you've asked that because you'll be getting into the warrant articles uh, tonight and that is something that town administrator and uh, superintendent and I have, have discussed and given um, the fact that, you know, we have, um, cash reserves that are in excess of our target. And there's no, when you have significant one-time needs, 
Um, it doesn't make sense to continue to build that as long as we can stay at our, at our target. So there are a variety of warrant articles uh, that we'll be asking for use of some of those excess reserves, one of which being um, a supplement to the roads program and the amount that we had discussed uh, with the superintendent is 740000 um, and we figured that would make that's intended to be a doubling. We don't know what the number is yet uh, for for next year, uh, but if if that were to be uh, approved at town meeting, it gives the department a jump on actually contracting right away, rather than waiting until the allotment comes and then having to get in line with everybody else and contracting the, you know the work. So and then it should should result in a doubling of. Uh, the improvement to uh, the town's roads, which is uh, usually always makes taxpayers happy. Yeah, Delighted to hear it. Yeah, That's great. Absolutely. That's really good news. Absolutely. And speaking of snow and ice, uh, I know you've probably fallen asleep, Mr. Walsh, but I know you guys were right. in last night at 12 o'clock, and <laughs> I thought since midnight. the roads were pre-treated and did a fantastic job. You, what, what time do you guys come in? What time do you go home? And I heard the uh, snow plow go by in the, early this morning. Yeah, we came in at midnight. And we're still here for the refreeze, so the crews will be going out shortly to, so we know ice, ice so yeah, slip and falls. That's great. Thank you. Unfortunately. I tried to find a reason to uh, have a delayed arrival at work today, but the roads are so well done. <laughs> 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 uh, I'm sure there's a lot of uh, school-aid children that weren't very happy with you, Mr. Walsh. <laughs> One lives in Denham Street. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you and to all you folks. Yes, sir. Their their fees have or their fees have gone up. You say is that, and the rate of water that we're using from them has gone down. It's no, eighteen months back. It's it's a it's a lagging uh, basis for the assessment. They look back at the usage from eighteen oh, months and that's ago. That's how they do. It. That's how they. And so if you're up and down it's you know we may if hypothetically if we were down in our usage now it doesn't matter it matters where we were 18 months oh, ago okay, we okay. were up okay okay uh, that's, that's, months I was a little confusing all right thank you any other questions for either uh mr scollins or mr walsh thank you for uh pitching in for mike thank you hope he gets a win that's what it's all about <laughs> exactly covering each other <laughs> take covering each other's back thank you thank you <laughs> I, I saw on Facebook you took all the credit. <laughs> Your, whose idea was it? I'll put it that way. <laughs> well, don't drag me into this. <laughs> but who did the Decker designed it? That's maybe a better word. <laughs> it was beautiful. Well, a lot of a lot of compliments. A lot of compliments. Tyler, you're up. How's that? Yeah. Hi, Tyler. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. All right. Welcome, as always. Thank yes, you. Thank you for having me. Um, so I'll jump right in. Um, so our biggest ask this year is um, for two additional maintenance staff. Um, we are extremely short-handed um, and continue to be. We're losing guys. Where um, it's just it's been a, a long year, just to say that. But um, we are seeing an increased demand in everything from the youth organizations asking for more things, the high school, um, with the addition of the Earl Newhouse site, that has in increased our, our load. 
by almost 25, 26 man hours a week that facility takes to maintain. Um, with the addition of also Paul Revere, even though it gets contracted out for the mowing, our guys still go down there, do trash. We still go down there on calls and have to do things weekly. So um, there is a, we keep getting more and more things with, with less help and we're losing guys in the near future. We're gonna be losing some guys to retirement soon. So it's gonna be a, a tough transition coming up, but um, we are in desperate need of staff. Um, just to let you guys know in the fall, it came to a point where I was out there mowing lawns because uh, that's how desperately we needed to do it. No, it's part of the role, but it, it is. It's it's. Hey, you've been asking for even the people before you've been asking, so um, it's it, it's got something's got to give. Yeah, but the, just the increased facilities. And I'm sure, knowing this is a sports town, they're not going to let the fields go. Yep. So we hear, I hear you loud and clear. I'm sure my colleagues do. Yeah, it's um, and like I said, the the youth organizations continue to grow and grow, and um, the high school sports are so big, and we we maintain their fields as well. Yeah. Well, they're technically ours, but we do the the field prep. We do everything for them. We get the fields ready, and that has increased as well. So um, there's a lot of demand. So I'm asking for two additional maintenance staff this year. One of the that I have a vision for that person also being a small engine mechanic to help with our machines on site. So that way we don't have to send them off, we don't have to do them to DPW. We are limited in the machines we have. If one goes offline, that sets us back um, a day or two with certain equipment. So if we have someone on site that is a small engine mechanic, that'll be huge for us um, to be able to do those repairs that we need. So that's kind of one of the rules. And then also with the rink as well, to making sure that we're providing a safe atmosphere, having the staff that we need on site. When one guy's out, we are, we're, it's automatic overtime because one guy right now is where, that's where we're at. So, um, and we've been lucky enough that we've had some good high school kids at the rink, but that fluctuates every day. I never know who's calling out um, with the high school staff. So if we have that full-time, those full-time people to be able to cover those hours that we need. It, it makes my life just a little at ease because I know what the safety is there, especially at the rink. So. <coughs> um, was there any questions about that, the maintenance aspect of it? school fields, they kick in anything? No. No, they, so they have, technically they have staff um, sometimes that helps doing lines. They, all they do is kind of the outfield lines, um, the foul lines and things like that, but we do all the prep on the infield. We, if there's an issue, our guys go down there, but and we mow and everything like that. So, um, so that's my main ask for this for this uh, cycle. But um, also lifeguard hourly um, rate. We are at a point now where I am desperate. I have no staff. We, it's it's a New England wide issue. Uh, we have to compete with those other private clubs that are paying twenty twenty five dollars an hour. Um, they're offering incentives, bonuses. They're offering to pay for their um, certifications and things like that. So we're at a point where if we can't compete, we're not going to get lifeguards, which means our pool hours are going to decrease, which is not going to be a good thing as this is a brand new pool. It's a beautiful facility, and we're trying to expand our hours. I would love to expand our hours, yeah. but at the moment, I can barely make ends meet with what we have. So in, uh, looking at it right now with... Um, the returning staff and what I'm getting in for applications were worse than we are last year. So 
Um, and we've done, we're doing everything we can. I mean, we went to the high schools, my assistant director and I went to the high schools and tried recruiting at every lunch. We tried talking to the swim team. We've done the, the um, dolphin swim team and everything like that. So we're trying to incentivize them with paying for their certifications, whatever we got to do to get these kids to come work for us. And we, we have to step up because if uh, we have, a, as, as you said, the town built a brand new swimming pool. And uh, we, uh, we have calls, I'm sure all of us get calls to extend the hours. Mm -hmm. If we have a hot summer like we had before, we've got to do this. So um, let us keep us up to date and we will, I'll speak for myself, we'll do what we have to do to make sure that we have, uh, safety is the number one importance. Would be, it would be a shame if we uh, had to close the pool early or not even, some days not even open it. And I don't want to have that happen and no one on this board does. Nope. So. We, we can't let that happen. Yeah, that's a priority of mine. That's really what I'm spearheading right now is overseeing that facility and trying to get the staff that we need to be, to be able to run where we have at least in the past years so there's no drop-off in hours and things like that. So we're getting there. It's just a process. So, um, so that's why there's the, that rate increase as well um, for that. So um, another one, sophomore maintenance. Our demand for programming has gone through the roof um, we are selling out our programs where we've developed more programs throughout the whole year um, in which with that once you hit a certain platform in my rec our, our software the price goes up so it's based off of the amount of um, money you take in so that's why the, the increase for the $700 for the software maintenance um, the uniform rental is just the contractual part, as well as if we get the two additional maintenance staff to cover their uniform. Um, chalk and fertilizer price has gone through the roof. It's almost a 60% increase in the past two years we've seen. So it's been a huge, huge expense to us. And with the increased use, we're needing to buy more and more for, for, the, for the leagues and the programs. So that's why the increase of 1.8 thousand and then same thing with pool supplies, chemicals, um, chlorine costs is continuing to go up. The new facility does, with also the splash pad, the increase of chemicals is needed. So um, that's why the increase of 5,000. Um, there was previously the playground program has grown to a point where it's ginormous in the town. It's our free program. We are pulling that um, additional salary out to pull it out of revolving funds so that will help um, as well as the electricity and things to go to that central maintenance. So that hopefully that will kind of help that. So any questions on that side of the rec <laughs> budget? <laughs> Sorry to be so dramatic. It's just, it's, I got a passion for it and I want to see this town succeed and we're trying to grow, but we can only grow with what we have. So we appreciate that it shows. Yeah. Thank you. You're, 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 you're passionate about what you believe in. And I thank you for that. Yeah. They're you on the lawnmower. They're not going to see you in a speedo. <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> if I have to, I, I will. I'll go get certified if I have One to. way to empty out the pool, though. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> um, and then uh, the other youth services is flat. Uh, that's just the cover of the, um, the uh, Halloween parade and the Easter egg. So those two programs are grown. April just, 1st is Easter egg. April 1st, we have over 400 pre-registered kids, and wow. it's growing. So it's going to be one of the biggest years yet. Halloween, I don't know if any of you were able to attend, but Halloween was probably the biggest year it's ever been, and it was awesome to be around. So we're going to continue to increase, but we're able to pull 
money from the revolving to offset some of those so we don't have to increase those line items. Great. Right. That's great news. Yep. Um, and then um, the Paul Revere site we're keeping as flat the, as far as the landscaping contracting and that, that aspect of it. We have um, the contract with um, Absolute has been great last year. They were phenomenal. We're hoping to ex extend them one year. And then the additional things that we had to take um, on ourselves um, in the other contracts with the waterway and things like that, that were, that's kind of what covers that. But there's no increase in that. As that's great. As Absolute to local company. So it's good to, yep. and it takes, and I won't say, you know, everyone has pride, but uh, it's a local company. They are prideful in their work. They're yeah, exactly. Great. They are, exactly. They're wonderful. So they've been great to work with. They're a good business, a good company. So any questions on that aspect? I miss Randy. The rink, yeah, the rink has um, very nominal increase. It's, um, so we, the budgeting for the rink, so our, our part-time, our part-time, our full-time guys, they actually, um, three of them switch over to the rink once the rink's open to cover the rink hours. That now is associated with the rink and their salaries. And previously, before it wasn't fully transitioned, but I'm able to do that, which is why the increase. Um, and the other expenses with the electricity and other things to maintain the new rink, the kind of utility costs for those have gone up a little bit um, with the new facility. So. Um, and now that the um, uh, the playoffs are here, the uh, the tourney, I should say, uh, when's the rink scheduled to close? March 26th. I thought it was the end of March. Yep, yep, and it's, we'll be out there Monday prepping fields, hopefully on the 27th. We're still waiting for our new Zamboni, our second Zamboni, correct? It's supposed to be summer, this summer. Let's we'll see. Canada. Okay. Yes. <laughs> so we'll see, but. Any other questions for Tyler? Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Tyler. Thank you. Thank you for your work, hard work. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. And Mr. Hines. I'm very happy. If I take coming to these meetings. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Can, Chairman. Haven't seen you in a while. I know. Well, <laughs> I've been positive. <laughs> You've been positive, right? Yeah, Touche. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Chairman. Um, our budget uh, is, relatively speaking, small. Um, we have increases, uh, however, and I wanted to go through some of them. Uh, basically, dividing it to two: one's the salaries, and the rest is the uh, um, expenses. On the salary side, um, we have two part-time employees. One's a program coordinator, and um, we're seeking to increase her uh, her position by a bit. Essentially, we. Uh, minimum wage has gone up in Massachusetts and we need to meet the minimum wage. So um, we're baking in enough to provide for that. That position has been um, has been really good. She's been in charge of all of our um, event planning that we've had and we've had a number of them, whether it's for the holidays, whether it's in conjunction with the rec department, whether it's a trivia night, whether it's a uh, um, uh, a uh, uh, holiday events, she does it all. And the biggest one, of course, is the um, Heritage Day. And last year, um, she was getting paid, uh, the position was getting paid 5000 
But we also, because of all the work she did for Heritage Day, the Heritage Festival, we, we the board, um, contributed another $1,700. So we wanted to bake that into her um, salary so she's at least getting the minimum wage, which is um, $15 an hour now in Massachusetts. And um, she's been terrific. Um, the second is our administrative assistant. And I will, I, in the future, I'll ask that we change some of these terms in, in the descriptions because it's really not a board secretary. <clears throat> there are some of that roles, uh, conventional roles, but the position is essentially, uh, well, it's an administrative assistant. That's what we call it. That's our job description. And I think the board's going to consider changing it to an executive assistant because now that we have some experience in what we're doing as uh, an agent for the town, we need one person to be the point person. And while I, in my role as president, am available to help direct things, you need one person who's available on a regular basis, and, and this person, this position is it. So in addition to the conventional stuff that an administrative assistant would do, she's now doing uh, drafting rules and regulations for the use of the facilities, both Copper Mill Hall, which is the second floor of the mill, and the barn, researching and drafting rental fees, which we're adopting for the use of these, because that's part of our mission, to generate money that would mitigate the expenses of a museum. And I've shared those with Charlie. She prepares our CPA applications. She prepares and works on our zoning board um, uh, submittals. She's now the trust interface with the town as well as with Northern Spy. <coughs> One person has to, has to address concerns by, <coughs> by the restaurant on a regular basis, basis. She's our facilities manager. We don't have anybody. But now that we're getting some more uh, equipment and furniture, she purchases them. She sets them up and she stores them uh, in the two facilities in the shed. Um, also drafts things like uh, air conditioning, heating instructions, because we need to make sure that everyone knows what they're doing when they're using the facility. And, and the building department has been very helpful also, but we need someone on our end to help uh, ensure that the people that are using it know what they're doing, and that's her role. Um, she's also negotiating a meeting with the renters now, so we have interest. There, there'll be a wedding there this summer in the barn. But anyone who knows a wedding uh, knows that the um, bride and groom are very curious about all the details. The person who deals with that is the administrative assistant. So the bottom line is, oh, and we also discovered that we needed to monitor um, payments by <coughs> Northern Spy, and Randy's been involved with that. So they use the, third, the second floor on a periodic basis. They pay the town an additional fee for that, but someone needs to monitor that. And we discovered no one was doing it. So. The position does it now, and she sends out a bill, and the bill then goes to the select board's office for payment. Um, so basically, we want to increase her hours from 10 hours to 15 hours a week, and that results in an increase in the hourly rate of about 70 or 80 cents, um, but it reflects more realistically what she's doing. Um, and by the way, you had asked me, Charlie, last time, where did the numbers come from? I mean, the increase, and I, I thought about it, and, and light dawned on Marblehead. Originally, when we started this process with uh, uh, someone by the name of Rachel Aguirre-Gaitis, um, the rate was set by the HR department because that was a position reporting to the <coughs> Revere Commission. So we used that, that number basically when we moved it over to the trust and now that we're increasing the number of hours, but the rate hasn't changed dramatically since we've done that. So that's on the salaries. Any questions on that? I'll just segue into the other. The others are um, <coughs> basically consistent with last year. We've had the two big hits here are the restrooms, believe it or not. Uh, that's one of them. So as you recall, I, I'm and others met with some members of the select board and we were asked to bake in our budget the expense of 
um, cleaning and custodial fees associated with uh, restaurants. So we've done that. And originally we, we were wondering what the numbers should be. We baked in three times a week for cleaning those restrooms. And it's only going to be open nine months a year, not 12. But that still adds up to, given the uh, rate we were quoted, hopefully it's still in effect, of $150 a cleaning, um, that's about uh, $16,000. And then in terms of the barn, we're only cleaning that once a month. We think we should clean it twice a month, now that we see what happens when you only clean it once a month. Um, and that will change in the future as we have more activities, but we're having enough activities that we need to do it a little bit more regularly. That's $6,000. So the $22,000 is largely driven by the restrooms. And our, our supply side also has gone up in part because of the restrooms. We have to make sure that we have enough supplies for that usage as well as for the um, barn usage. But we also have costs like um, software. Because of the structure of the, the trust relative to the town, we have to have separate infrastructure uh, in terms of web stuff and licensing. So we have our own uh, licensing for um, Adobe and for uh, Paycheck. We have our own payroll system. We couldn't use the town's payroll system. It, and I won't go into the details, but I think most of you understand that that's how it's working. Um, Zoom, MS Office, uh, printer supplies, stamps, recognition dinners, bathroom supplies, all that. So that number um, is a little higher because of the uh, needs to, to maintain that. The rest are pretty standard, I think. <clears throat> um, we have a, a number here for a professional consultant. Randy can't do this all on his own. And as you know, he's the treasurer of us, of our group. He's the finance director of the town. We need to hire someone now that we're going to go to a long form for tax returns because we're getting more and more independent um, contributions and donations. We're triggering the IRS, uh, and you can wax poetic about this, but we're triggering the point where you have to make a more detailed filing, and we need somebody to do it. So we're going to have to hire an accountant to help Randy do that. And we have a minor budget for professional legal. Right now it's Matt McDonald and Vic Dalvecchio. We're doing the legal stuff, but we're going to need somebody sometimes, you know, who may have a, a expertise that we don't have, and I think it would be helpful to just have a Pretty good team, though. So far, so good. So far, so good. Um, so that's about it. The licensing agreements. I, 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 and we have now an obligation to, to maintain minor um, repair stuff, so we need a little budget to do that, you know, so rather than come running to you all the time. I think that covers most of my um, my expenses here, and the insurance. That's the insurance is with the, it's a pass through basically. And Randy sets it, and then we added a thousand dollars, I think, for uh, some artifacts. We now have a, a an original um, Revere Bell. We have to insure it. We have this hunt 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 uh, hunt hunt yeah, tub, right? And the Hooper Bell. So we have a few artifacts. We got to insure it, and that's why they increases that. That's about it. Any questions for Mr. Delvecchio? Thank, Thank you, you, everyone. And I'm going to continue being positive. Thank you. <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> that wasn't me that said it. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I see Mr. Uh, Kenny, uh, town clerk, just came in. Is there any other, any other budget items? I don't believe there is. Nope, that's it. For uh, budget. Ms. Ms. Kenny, you want to come up and uh, take this out of order? That's okay, uh, uh, items unforeseen. <clears throat> Thank you, Tracy. Thank you, I appreciate you giving me the opportunity to speak here tonight. Um, I'm actually uh, representing the Board of Registrars tonight. Um, recent changes to the election law have now allowed municipalities the opportunity to opt in to 
early voting in person. It was never allowed for local elections previously. In order to opt in, it requires the authorization from the Board of Select, excuse me, from the Select Board upon recommendation from the Board of Registrars. The Board of Registrars met and voted 4-0 in favor of recommending the following hours, dates and hours for in-person early voting prior to the town election. And they are as follows. On Saturday, March 25th, from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m., Monday, March 27th, 8 a.m. to 5 p.m., Tuesday, March 28th, 8 a.m. to 7 p.m., Wednesday, March 29th, 8 a.m. to 5 p.m., Thursday, March 30th, 8 a.m. to 5 p.m., and Friday, March 31st, 8 a.m. to 1 p.m. So that is the recommendation on, for the Board of Registrars, and we were hoping that the Select Board would approve the hours. Any questions for the town clerk? I'll look for, oh, you have a question, uh, Mr. Popeye? Just if there's um, <coughs> plans to, assuming that we vote um, affirmatively, to publicize it beyond it being on the website. Is there anything that? Yes, I plan on sending a press release to the Canton Citizen. Mm -hmm. um, and we always put everything on the website, post it um, uh, internally in town hall. Um, I don't have a social media. I don't have social media, so I'm sorry. I'm not going to do, do that. that. Okay. Yeah. No, I, I applaud, you know, the, what okay. the board is doing and your office is doing to increase voter participation. I think it's great. Well, I think it's a great opportunity for citizens. It gives them options now. If you're not available to go on election day, you have the opportunity to vote the week before in the office, in the town clerk's office, if, if that's more convenient. And if weekday hours aren't convenient for you, then we're going to try a Saturday as well to see if that helps, as you said, increase participation. So this is kind of a, a learning thing. This is just for this one election. We take it um, year by year. Next year, we could vote to not, or we could not recommend um, any in-person early voting. But we'll see. And this is in addition to vote by mail. In addition to vote by mail, yes. Vote by mail is now also available um, in local elections, and that is an automatic. Unlike in-person voting, the com community has to opt in. Vote by mail is automatic now. However, the community has an option to opt out, which the Board of Registrars is not recommending for this election. So vote by mail is also available. Great, thank you. Okay. Any other questions or comments, concerns? Here we now look for a motion, Mr. Theodore. Move that the uh, board approve the uh, early voting for the year 2023 only then, correct? Correct. Yeah, for the local election. Second. Motion's been made and seconded. Any further discussions, comments, concerns? Hearing none, all those in favor say aye. Aye. Opposed, 4-0. Awesome. Thank you very Thank you, much. Mr. Chin. Yes, sir. Uh, Mr. Lockett has a question for... Oh, I'm sorry. Mr. Oh. Tracy, about the uh, meals. Yes, so um, I, I can't remember who it was um, and when it was, but I was talking to one of the poll workers and they were oh, yes. asking um, if they, they were saying that they couldn't get dinner, that they didn't get dinner. So I know that we, we give them lunch. We did, yes. Um, in prior years, we used to provide them two meals, yeah. a lunch and a dinner. It got very expensive, and then when COVID hit, we couldn't feed them at all because of yep. the health restrictions. 
Um, so now for budgetary reasons, we've started giving them one hot meal um, during the course of the day. And we also encourage them, they can bring their own food now, snacks, whatever they want to. Okay. But so if, we, if we did feed them, though. Yeah, no, 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 I know that. They, they, they <laughs> Don't were, expect you to work a 16-hour day without any kind of food. I think they were missing the second meal. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. It's like eating out. Yeah. Well, I did, yeah. um, I, other communities, we've kind of like been uh, communicating with other communities, and um, most communities don't provide two meals a day for the election workers. So... Um, we just, because, and again, it was mostly because of after COVID and budgetary reasons. Um, unfortunately, like everything else, costs went up and we just didn't have the money. So um, could you work with um, Mr. Duty just to get an idea of what the budget uh, impact would be? Because uh, as one board member, I, I would certainly support um, finding a way to fund that um, to take care of the poll maybe workers. Maybe one hot meal, maybe sandwiches. Yeah, yeah, that. yeah, just something like that. I, I mean, I'll um, go in on, my own on pocket. That, that note, there is another issue at hand. The um, vendor that was supplying the meals for us, both meals for us, has now gone out of business. Um, we need to find another vendor. We found one that can do the one meal. Um, the problem is... Um, doing two meals seems to be a lot to ask um, for, the, for our local yep. restaurant. I'd like to keep it in town. I'd like to give the yep. business to a local yep. vendor if we can. Um, but how many, how many poll workers are we talking about? Ballpark? 50. 50? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I work with Tracy. Yeah. Um, it seems like an easy fix that we should try to do. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. All right. Thank you again. Thanks, Trace. Mr. Theodore. Next on the agenda is the 2024 capital request. I'm going to defer to Mr. Duty if he wants to. Sure. Uh, yeah. So before you, you should have the uh, 2024 municipal capitals uh, that has been requested by the various departments. Um, you can see uh, Mr. Scollins and I met with each department head to uh, review their requests. And you can see, and, and currently they're also in the process of meeting with the Capital Planning Committee to review their requests as well. Um, you can see what we've recommended uh, to be funded this year. Uh, anything you see highlighted in yellow would be something that we would have to defer to an upcoming year. And Mr. Scollins was um, very uh, good about finding alternative funding sources other than from the general fund. As you can see, uh, there are several projects that were able to be moved into the ARPA category using ARPA funds uh, for funding and also uh, some grant money for, through the MWRA. So with all that said, the, the total requests by the departments was north of $4.7 million, and we had 3.7 available uh, to fulfill those requests, leaving us short of a little over a million dollars. So we think we've, uh, we've, we've gone through these and uh, vetted them appropriately, and these are the recommendations for your consideration. That's great. I, <clears throat> I have no comments question. I see Mr. Amart here, uh, Chairman of the uh, Capital Outlay. Uh, do you have anything you want to like to say, David? You don't have to, I mean, if you want to. In light of the 
situation with the water. Just your name, just for the record. Dave Emhart, 8 Talbot Road, Chairman of the Capital Planning Committee. Um, we're going to have to take a closer look at the at the water debt items because we're concerned about the the not not being able to sell enough water and not being able to to you know w with the assessment. So I think we'll have to take a closer look at those. So please keep that in mind. Because I mean, the, we we got to be careful with the water rates, how much we're increasing, as you know. Absolutely. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, David. Uh, Mr. Spons, anything you want to add, sir? Um, no, other than a side note, I don't know if you wanted to have Tracy speak on Article 26, Saturday clerk hours, separate. It's up to you, Tracy. Do you want to tell us what you want to do? Um, Please. All right. Now's your time. Okay. Well, one of the town meeting articles I proposed um, to accept uh, section of the Mass General Law. It's off the top of my head. I don't have my notes. I believe it's Chapter 41, Section 110A. Um, what that would basically do is, um, well, to go back, the changes in the election laws that I talked about, one of the changes was the deadline to register to vote um, before an election it used to be 20 days before the election. It's now 10 because elections are traditionally always on Tuesday, 10 days before the election is always going to fall on a Saturday now. And that would require us to stay open from 9 to 5 on Saturday. Um, every Saturday? At, every Saturday during that deadline. <coughs> okay. During, for, that, for that deadline. I just want to make sure that's clarified. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so the, traditionally, we don't get a lot of activity when we, on the last day to register to vote. There were so many options now for voters. They can register online, they can register by mail, they can register at any government agency now, or any town hall, in fact, for their community. So the last day to register to vote, we've always had an extended session. We stay open late. It, was, it used to be Wednesday was the last day. We'd stay open until 8 o'clock because we were required to. Well, we almost always, no one, came in. Um, I expect the same on this Saturday 9 to 5. I don't expect to see any activity or maybe very little activity, if any, um, which is one of the reasons why the um, early voting in person, early voting hours, we thought, well, that would be perfect to start the early voting on Saturday the 25th because we're going to have to be open on that day from 9 to 5 for the voter registration deadline. So let's make it available for voters who would like to come in and vote early. Um, but this law, accepting this law would allow us to, if the deadline falls on a Saturday, would allow us to um, go back to the uh, previous business day. That would be the deadline. So that would mean Fridays at 5 o'clock would be the deadline. So we'd have to stay open until 5 o'clock on Friday, but it would save a lot of money because um, the maintenance department is already in town hall on Friday afternoons. We wouldn't have to pay anything. If we open on Friday, on Saturday, we have to pay someone to come in and open at 9 a.m. and then to close at 5. So that's a minimum of eight hours to the maintenance department, not to mention the fact that someone from my office to come in and work 9 to 5. So, and again, if it's only for voter registration deadline, it could maybe one, two people at most. 
So I thought this would be a way. Other towns um, have already accepted this. I, I don't have my list with me. I had a bunch of towns. Um, I know Avon, no, that's a different list, never mind. Mm. Um, I know there were other towns that have already accepted this, so I thought it would, it would be a benefit to doing, to doing this, but figured put it before the voters of the, of the community and see what they think. Okay. So that's what the article is for. Great, thank you. Okay. All right. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. Uh, you can, we were going to take that as part of the cluster, 24 to 26, if you want to just wait till then. Yeah. yeah. Mrs. Collins? Uh, thank you, Mr. Chair. You asked if I had any comments on the capital plans, yes, the diversion there. Um, so the only thing I wanted to uh, highlight was the uh, large item for the library. Mike? Sorry. Come to the microphone, young man. My apologies. That's all right. Thank you. Um, only item I wanted to highlight, Mr. Chair, on the the, uh, the the capital list is the large item for the library, the roof and the HVAC project. So, as uh, some of you probably know, that's a wild card right now, meaning that um, the. Uh, architectural and engineering work is being done now. We have a contract for that, and the intent is to have that work completed prior to town meeting so we know what the, have a better estimate on what the cost is. Some very bright minds have given us an estimate on, on what it, the incremental cost might be at 1.3 million, um, but um, the intent of having the, the, uh, the design work now is to get a refined number and see if that's actually gonna, gonna cut it when it goes out to bid. So that's the only item on this list, um, uh, accepting uh, comments made by the chair of the CPC uh, that is, is in flux at this point. Okay, thank you. Thanks, sir. Uh, I'll bring that up. Yes, Mr. Amar. Uh, just, Randy, can you clarify that it was 320000 from a pre last year that wasn't Right. So it's, it's more like 1.6 right now. Right. The, so I'm going to make two points here. Um, uh, in the current year's budget, capital budget is $320,000 associated with this project. Um, that was the assumed estimate to do the roof and HVAC work. Um, but then once the BRC got involved and um, other vendors got involved, taking a look at it, they realized this was much larger than that. Um, that uh, so to be blunt, there's a lot more damage. Exactly, exactly. So, um, so those funds, uh, or a portion of those funds, um, are going towards the uh, architectural and engineering work to come up with good cost estimate for what the total project is going to cost. And we can't put a Band-Aid on this project. It's, it's, exactly. It's too valuable. Exactly. It's too valuable. Yeah. So, so that so it's we already have have a pot of funds that thankfully we can get the design work done at this point, but the goal the charge for that vendor is to get us a, a good estimate prior to town meeting so that we can make a, a, a good recommendation. I appreciate that. That's 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 a smart way to do it. Yep. Let's be um, open and upfront and say it is what it is. Yeah. Exactly. We don't have to come back and ask for more and say you know we can't do that because. Uh, the longer we wait, the worse it's going to get. Exactly. And, and the other point, I think it's an obvious point, is that you know, the library isn't necessarily one of the buildings in town that was, you know, in the charge of the building maintenance department. So it's sort of our poster child for this whole effort to centralize maintenance. You're going that direction. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Dave. Thanks, Randy. Thanks, Randy.
You really you want to stay there? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can walk. Or you can. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I didn't mean it quite like that. You know. I, no, I know what's coming. <laughs> <laughs> and you guys will get to you guys soon. I'm sorry. So, I hope the meter isn't running, right? <laughs> Because when you guys, when you guys have, because I was in your in your uh, your office the other day, and uh, when he has a taxi, correct? Is that one of you guys? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> That's my humor, so I'm sorry. Yeah. Go ahead, Randy. I'm sorry. No, that, that was it I had on on, on capital. Yeah, the APA. No, before oh. we did, oh. we take a vote on supporting the capital request. Thank you, sir. Nope. Okay. Um, I move that the board. Approve the capital. Yeah, no, no. Budget. Yeah, the capital budget. Approve the 2004 capital budget as recommended by Randy and the town administrator, uh, Mr. Duty. Second. Motion to be made and seconded. Any questions, comments, concerns? Hearing none, all those in favor say aye. Aye. Opposed? 4 0. Thank you. Thank you, uh, Mr. Administrator. Administrator Duty. Upper. Upper funds. <coughs> Thank you, Mr. Clerk. Um, so rather than going through this schedule, which I'm sure I've grown uh, tired of myself, um, to try to ease, this is a good technical sheet for me to keep me in line with, you know, what we're actually doing within the various ARPA programs. Um, I apologize for the lateness, but I uh, had distributed to you electronically and, and on paper a two-sided sheet that I think more crisply summarizes where we are with the ARPA program. Um, so on the, the ARPA being, meaning the American Rescue Plan Act, the, the federal dollars uh, coming to uh, the town, some through the county. So on, on page one, what I've summarized here um, are the, all of the revenue replacement projects um, <coughs> which are primarily being funded by the town allocation of 2,491,000. With one caveat, there's one project that requires um, some Norfolk County funds, uh, which is the amount that's also characterized as revenue replacement within the, uh, the, the Norfolk County funding. Um, so the, just wanted to provide a status first on this grouping of projects, which the select board has approved uh, all but one because there's one new one on here. Um, so there are uh, 10 projects uh, that have been voted uh, by the select board and uh, are, are moving forward. Um, you can see the list. I'm happy to comment on any one of them. Um, the 11th project, uh, as you know, is the pickleball project, which, you know, because of the cost issues in, in the bidding, it's, it, the funds are still there, but it's, it's deferred at this point in time. Uh, and there are indeed other funds, you know, that are committed to, the, to that project beyond what you see here. There are CPA funds that were committed, and then there were uh, revolving funds committed by uh, the um, uh, Elder of Human Elder Human Services and, um, and Recreation. But, you know, but that project's not an active project, but you did indeed you know, improve those, approve those costs. Um, so in essence, you've uh, approved uh, 2,466,000 um, and with the exception of that pickleball project, all those projects are moving forward. Um, and we're just, uh, we've got um, a, uh, the supplemental ask of Norfolk County for this 480,000 for the Washington Street uh, renewal project, uh, which is we've got multiple sources of funding. 
Um, it's got uh, just over a million dollars in funding from the town's ARPA allocation, 400,000 earmarked from the state, uh, and then we need the other $480,000 uh, from the county, which is one of our uh, pending um, applications. Uh, and then at the bottom of the sheet here, uh, which would round out the use of the revenue replacement funds um, is a supplemental request that I have to supplement the $10,000 request for consulting assistance to move these projects along um, is an additional, we're just about at the end of that funding and so uh, now we're looking for another $25,000 uh, which hopefully will be less than that but um, that would allow us to continue to leverage um, KP Law, uh, their attorney, in getting our applications um, completed um, in, a, in a manner that will we'll get them approved by Norfolk County. So that's a, um, that's a new ask. Um, and then if you flip the, the page, um, you'll see all of the projects uh, that uh, are asking for funding through Norfolk County. And except for the three new asks, um, at the bottom, the select board has green-lighted all of these projects, um, uh, but they require uh, the Norfolk, Norfolk County uh, vetting um, and ultimately voting and funding. So the first grouping is three projects that were approved by Norfolk County, which I know you're all well aware of. Uh, 1.1 million for the granule activated carbon facility at Moran Water Treatment Facility, 400,000 change for the museum design work for Paul Revere Museum designed 350,000 for the sewer pump station remote monitoring equipment, including 40,000 for the Culloden pump station standby generator. Um, so that's 1,850,000 that uh, Norfolk County has already released to us. We have the funds, um, you know, for, for these projects. So the next grouping um, are um, what, I, what I'm terming as Norfolk County pending submission. So these are the three projects currently right now. Uh, that we're working with uh, the attorney from, from KP Law to get these applications in. Um, uh, the attorney, uh, Mr. Srugu, uh, has um, told me that his goal is that uh, to have these back to me so I can submit them this week. Um, so that's, that's the goal. That's what he's, he's committed to me. We wanted to give him some easier ones. The, the three up above were a little bit, a little bit more challenged. Um, actually, I did the, the first one, the sewer, sewer pump one, but the other two were a little bit more challenged. Um, these three, uh, we're hoping, we'll, um, we'll get them in uh, this week and uh, won't, uh, won't take a, uh, an extreme vetting process like the other projects did have. Then kind we've got... Dry, kind of cut and dry, right? Pardon? Kind of cut and dry, right? Yeah, they should, yeah. They should be. Yeah, they they right. fall easily. I that as well. Yeah, they fall easily into, um, you know, public health categories and, and the, the four, I bring down the 480000 uh, supplement for the Washington Street Renewal Project because that's revenue replacement funds. So that should be easy by definition because the revenue replacement expenditure category is basically any legal government purpose. So they really, and we've already got other funding committed from other places, so there really shouldn't be uh, an issue with that. Um, the other two are, are, are public health related, so um, those, are, those should be easy uh, as far as the submission process goes for the approval. Then the next group of five, um, starting with premium pay, uh, the Elm Street culvert downstream retraining water, wall, uh, the walkway and parking reconstruction for the Hemingway School, uh, emergency housing assistance program that was put forward by the former town planner, and 25000 for shared marketing regional uh, restaurant week also put forward by the town planner. Those would be the next five 
um, that we would then, I would want to then turn to the consultant to assist in, in getting those um, completed. Um, I'll come back to those in a second because I know there's interest here uh, on the timing of that. Um, but in, as um, you just uh, supported, um, the next three items here are new requests for Norfolk County funding, uh, which are uh, part of the capital pr uh, plan for FY24 that we just reviewed. So there's uh, 204,000 for um, granular activated carbon filter replacements at the deposit water treatment facility, 204,000. Um, 68,000 to replace 26 defibrillators townwide. That number may go up um, in terms of the, the amount of defibrillators. I think we're still waiting for a final count on that. Yeah, Chief, when you get a chance, could you ask uh, the EMS coordinator to forward me the quotes for the additional defibs? Yes. I, I emailed them the request. Not you. Oh, sorry. Fire chief. <laughs> I, should be more, I should be more explicit. Sorry. Thank you. So that, that, that's a townwide project um, and it's great initiated by, by the fire chief. Um, and then 30800 30, for this emergency generator for a, uh, for a vaccine refrigerator at the Board of Health. Um, so those are three items that were in our capital plan and then we're able to, uh, to, to fund them, assuming that uh, the select board wants uh, to green light us to advance these to uh, Norfolk County. So when we total all of these Norfolk County funded uh, projects up, it gets us to 4,449,000 and change, uh, leaving us with 35,243 currently uh, not allocated or requested. My sense is, is that uh, some amount of this would be consumed by the updated number of defibrillators uh, that would go onto this request, but I don't think it's going to exhaust that and still be a, you know, a couple of dollars left. And then Again, uh, because we're in the, in the middle of... We want to save some, too, in case, I mean, this is all sincerity. Uh, you're asking for 25 for the consultant. Uh, if, we, if that runs out, we might have to save a little, a little more for that. Based on the... I, I appreciate that, Mr. Chair. Based on the performance that I've witnessed okay, at this consultant, sure. we're, we're, not the, we're not the only ones utilizing um, this firm and this attorney for this work. So he's, he's pretty good at what he's doing. So I, I'm, I'm anticipating that amount, the 25000 to be a ceiling. Um, and I'm, okay, and I'm so hoping we don't we don't wanna, need to use all. Go on and have to come back and <clears throat> right. Um, my my sense is is that as each of these 25 projects um, progress um, over the next several months, um, that some of them are going to come in under budget. So um, so what we would do at that point. Uh, is we would report back to the select board as we're doing now and say, okay, now we've got, I don't know, I'm going to pick a number out of you, 100,000 left um, that need to fit into certain categories and then um, look to uh, make recommendation on, on how to use that. Certainly. Is there a timeline or any deadline for putting these applications in? Yes, uh, th thank you for asking uh, that. Mr. <coughs> um, so the, the, there's a, the multiple timelines. Uh, one is the funds need to be committed, meaning contracted. We have to have contracts in place uh, by the end of December of next year, 2024. Um, and then the funds need to be spent within two years after that, by the end of December of 2026. So we want to be fully contracted by the end of December uh, of next year. Um, Norfolk County um, uh, is 
um, articulating uh, a, a different timeline, um, which isn't accurate, uh, with all due respect. Uh, they're saying that all the requests need to be in by the end of June of next year. Um, I'm certain we'll have all of the requests in by then, but the reality is, is that the funds are available to be contracted through December of 2024. Um, so that I just wanted to, if somebody's heard that, I wanted to clarify that that is not, um, that is not the way the program works. Yeah, because you want, we don't want to be left Katie by the door. Exactly. At least the money, some strange, strange things have happened that maybe uh, with the change in, um, a change in Washington that may, there's talk of some money might be uh, drawn back and we don't want to be left out. Right, yeah. So, it, it, so keep, the, keep, it, keep it going and get the, we'll, the, the consultant and keep, that, keep the pipeline going. Absolutely, and, that, and that's that's the goal. So we've got him loaded up right now. When he, com, you know, when, when he completes, when we complete these submissions, and he passes them off to me, and I do the actual submitting. When those get passed off to me, we'll move off to move on to um, the 18, next grouping 18, of projects. Yeah. Uh, you know, assuming that the funding's in, in, in place uh, to do that. So, quick question: So, the the Hanson School, all these, these are these are the ones that. Are, Pretty much ready for submission. You, you have those right now. Those have the ones that are in queue that we're talking about is the premium pay, Elm Street, Cul the Culvert Walkway, whatever. Go right Correct. down the list here. What is the timeline on those? What timeline are you anticipating on those? So, um, assuming that um, Attorney Sirugu actually turns everything around to me this week and we're able to submit them this week, um, then I would be looking to um, give him the next wave. Of, uh, of submissions uh, to uh, work on, to develop the applications. Um, I would say four of these are, um, shouldn't be terribly difficult. Uh, one of them will be very difficult, and that's the, the one I know that's the most interest in, which is premium pay. Um, so um, my recommendation here to the board, and, and I will defer to the board on what you, you, direction you'd like to take, is that I'd like to see us uh, advance um, the two modest, uh, moderate-sized projects next, the Elm Street culvert uh, and the walkway and parking re reconstruction Hemingway School, to get those into the pipeline. I think the emergency housing assistance of 50,000 and the shared marketing week, I think those can wait and I think then uh, the premium pay can be inserted there. And, and that, will, um, that will consume uh, a fair amount of uh, time and effort, not just on the, um, on the attorney side, but on internally on the, the finance department side. So we've, the town administrator and I, uh, and John, uh, Mr. Chair, you were in this meeting as well uh, with Commissioner Stady and I believe Executive Director. Cronin, and um, so they uh, explained to us their experience at the time with the premium pay applications. And what they admitted is that they hadn't received any premium pay applications from other towns except for the county itself. They submitted and, uh, and executed their own premium pay um, uh, application. And then in discussion uh, with them in that, that meeting about the rules, um, they weren't as crisp on the, on, on the rules um, and I don't mean that with any disrespect, it's just they haven't been provided with application. So the, the rules are... Um, we got to ask, as we're just saying, and see what happens. So why wouldn't we put this to the top of the list to see exactly what's going on with it? Um, I, I will tell you it's probably going to take several weeks just to pull together 
the paperwork requirements that we were told in that meeting that we'll, we will need. We will need pay records for every employee for every week that we're asking for this premium pay to cover and what they're, you know, what were they doing uh, with relation to their work in, in a COVID right. environment. So it, it's going to be a very tedious um, information poll on this side. Again, we don't, it makes no sense for us to have an attorney come in here and do that. You know, we just need to ferret through our own systems to do that. So once that project starts internally here, that's going to consume a lot of time. Um, so that's why I'd, I'd like to see two other projects that should be easier to get out of the gate and have a, a more immediate impact in the community get done and then move to this one um, before these other two smaller ones at the absolutely and, and I for one would say if uh, to keep the ball rolling on the premium to get the paperwork if you have to hire Bob from account temps I would support that <laughs> you know so you don't have to do the tedious work Do you know what I'm saying I mean, I'm not, that's not my decision, that's your decision, yeah. but I, th I think the board would be willing to support something like that. Myself, I would, because I don't want you doing that, I don't want Kathy doing it, or Allison, or anyone in that office, because you have your normal, like, your normal, your regular day-to-day -day stuff you have to do. Yeah. So, it, it is. And I'll throw that out there, so I'll say it to you, and I, you know, you just brought it up, and if you got to go out, if you gotta, you got to spend money to make money. I, I, I sincerely appreciate um, the offer, um, but you're, you're dealing with confidential records, is protected information. So um, I, I don't know that the town accountant is going to be comfortable, nor I, with somebody else pawing around through our payroll uh, systems. But just and a thought. It, it, no, it's a good one, and it's not just the town side; it's the school side as well. Um, so we're talking a voluminous number of sure. of records in detail, and then in order to um, uh, address the, the threshold of um, pay that the Treasury has outlined that one should be within, you know, the earnings that somebody has should be within in order to be eligible for premium pay. Um, you know, we're going to have several employees that exceed that threshold, um, and there's a narrative that needs to go along with that. And this, the County officials weren't familiar with that aspect of the um, uh, of the final rule of Treasury, so we're going to have to a draft narratives, educate the county on um, you know what we read in the final rule is allowable. So there's, there's going to be this one's going to be a fair amount of effort, but we have we committed to the board when the board initially endorsed this plan um, and to all the employees that we're we're going to pursue it. Um, full faith and uh, not half-heartedly we're going to pursue it fully to to bring back the result that the board initially had supported. Thank you. Thank you. Couple, yes, sir. A couple of things. The, you know, the two projects, Randy referenced the Elm Street culvert and the walkway and parking, we really do see that as low-hanging fruit. They fit into, into the established buckets. It shouldn't be Culver's a whole here. lot of Speaking effort of to, yeah, that's to get that get done, right? Um, the premium pay uh, in particular you know, it's more than it's it's more than an exercise in accounting as well. There's a lot of payroll records, but I can tell you that there's going to have to be a lot of interaction with department heads, because as Randy said, there has to be justification for employees receiving that pay. So if you're a forward-facing COVID employee, they're going to want to know what your duties were during the pandemic. So that that's going to be on the Where department heads to 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 write 
what it is their employees were doing during the pandemic. So it's going to be a labor-intensive effort. It's going to take some time. And I know that there are many employees that are anxious um, to get premium pay, uh, but I, I hope they understand the effort that's going to be involved with this, which we're going to undertake, and we will uh, put it forward as quickly as we can and do the best that we can to get, you know, to get it a decision. And the other thing to consider, too, is that there's no guarantee this is going to be approved because, as Randy said, no one's done it before. And uh, recently I was at a Norfolk County manager's meeting and uh, other town managers and town administrators I polled to see if any had applied for premium pay using ARPA funds, and it's zero towns have, have done it. So we will be the first in Norfolk County. Some of these requirements, are they federal requirements or are they, are they the Norfolk County requirements? Federal. All federal. Okay. It's, it's out of the, the big book called The Final Rule. Um, but I, but I've, I've read it, and so I, I do see a pathway to, you know, to, to get what the select board you know, approved. It's just going to be the paperwork and narrative to get there, and there'll be some other nuance, nuances that we'll probably have to meet with the select board to, to clarify expectations that uh, may be out of sync with certain bargaining units um, you know, in terms of you know, what was negotiated for in particular agreements. But that's a separate conversation. So there's that, that other layer to this as well. Mr. Walker? Thank you, uh, Mr. Chair. Um, Randy, you said the consultant uh, obviously knows what he's doing and everything. Has yeah. he worked on any of these premium pay applications outside of Norfolk County? No. Okay. Uh, that's a good question. If I could follow that up, anyone in Plymouth County? I don't know that, but I'm going to inquire. You know, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yes, I do. The, the good friends. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Ms. Lopez. Do you have a question? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, Mike. Yeah. That's all right. Uh, just one quick follow-up. Um, so, Mr. Duty, you and I had spoke about another nearby town that uh, I was hearing did pay out premium pay to some of their employees. Were you able to follow up with that uh, and confirm that or not? Uh, based on my conversations at the Norfolk County Managers Meeting. Uh, there's, I could only establish three towns that have uh, done premium pay, yep. uh, Brookline, uh, Needham, and one other, Franklin, and that premium pay was done through the general fund. They did not utilize ARPA funds. They okay. used, they used uh, within oh. the levy. Okay. Thank you. Ms. But Lopez. not the town we talked about. No. Okay. Thank you. Sorry. No, that's all right. No, thank you. Support. Ms. Lopez? Uh, I know that there's a lot of changing assumptions, but based on what you know now, um, can you estimate when the Washington Street renewal project as well as the downtown crosswork rehabilitation project would be, I guess, targeted for commencement? Um, the, uh, what, I'm sorry, which of those two projects? The again? Washington Street. Washington Street. And yeah. the downtown crosswalk. Because the, the Washington Street, that's ready to go and be, to be submitted, correct? Now, and I'm talking about the actual project. Right, yeah, yeah, right. So the Washington Street, so that's one we're uh, currently working on the application. Okay. The expectation is that's, that's going to go in this week and go through the, the county process, and we're tied to their multi-review process and then the commissioner's meeting schedule. So I'd imagine once we get it in, I would hope that within 30 days um, that that would, be, um, that would be approved. However, on the Washington Street renewal, there's already... Um, uh, just over over a million four dollars available for that project, so there's nothing really holding up that project at this point in time. So, is there any plan to sort of begin that this summer? Or I, I am not aware of, yeah, uh, of, that, that's, of DPW. That's the, the superintendent. Uh, okay, and what about the sidewalk? Do we have any 
So, so the, 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 that's the... Um, the walkway? Oh, I'm sorry, I said walkway. Downtown crosswalk. I, I misspoke. The crosswalk, yeah. Is that the, uh, the walkway and the parking reconstruction, Hemingway? No, know. it's the downtown crosswalk rehabilitation. Number six. Oh, 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 oh sorry. Oh. <laughs> Turn page. Yeah, so, I mean, that again, that's fully funded, and so that's in the purview of the superintendent. I'm not sure where he is on that project. I'll check with Mr. Trotter. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Yep. Thank you. Any other questions? Thank you. Thank you. Uh, before before we, we let him go. <laughs> not so fast. Not so fast. Um, so the we have uh, an additional oh, request you. of twenty five thousand for the consulting services. Yes, that I want to make sure they can because I don't want to have that be be a be a uh, 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 pediment. Right. So if we could vote on that, that would be helpful. And then the three uh, additional requests, which we which we haven't taken up before. Sixteen one and seventeen. Twenty three to twenty five. Those, those, were, those were added uh, because they were a capital request that we feel like we can fund through OPERA. So those weren't previously approved by, by the board. So I think those two. 23, 24, 25, and 25,000. Yes. Is that any, Wait a second. What did you just say? The, what were the, 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 so if. Uh, 23, 24, 25 you're talking, right? Yes. Yeah, on the. It's 24, Page two of two. Right. It's yeah. And number 12 on the first page. Right. Down the bottom. Oh, for the opera. Yeah, I understand yeah. the opera. But you wanted to include, oh, 23, 24, and 25 as well. You want to vote on those tonight also? Please. To get those. Yeah, yeah, all four. Do you want to put them all? Do you want to put them all together or just? Yeah, yeah that's fine. And we will not advance those ahead of what we're talking say, about just because say they're these, next year projects. These aren't going to yep. jump up yep. ahead of no. all these. Then. No. Okay. No. So, but just to get them in there. Okay, so. I just want to clarify, and I, don't, I didn't want to. So the defibrillators can wait till next year. Is that correct? Um, yes. I, I'm not an expert. I mean. Chief, Chief, I, our defibrillators aren't, are in still working condition in good shape, correct? I would say working condition. <laughs> the community defibs. They're in rough shape. I'm worried about the liability. That's what I'm saying. Okay. So just take that under advisement. And just Absolutely. So that's number, that's number 26. That's what I was concerned of. Yeah. I, don't, I didn't want, God forbid. They're old. Okay. So Not as old as us, but they're old. <laughs> Noted. I just, I'm concerned as, as you Noted. As, as liability and I. I uh, well, thank you. Yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll be looking you, at this. You understand. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. 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 So do you want to just do it on one grand total or just do, do each one separately that we, uh, I move that we. I would just do them all together. What does that add up to then? 327, 800. 800? 327, 800. Okay, so it would be, uh, the motion would be to uh, approve the applications for the amount of $327,880 to be for opera funds to fund these projects as listed here. Correct? To fund items. To fund 12, items. 12, 23, 24, 25. Second. Motion made and second. Any further discussion, comments, and concerns? Just to clarify, the ponds of water transfer water that's the Sullivan station, right? The which, which item is that one? Number twenty-three. Number twenty-three. That's named after uh, our MWRA. Uh, that's that's in the ponds water treatment facility. That's the Sullivan. Is that is that Sullivan? Oh. Okay, all right, got it. Eddie, Eddie Sullivan. I'm going to refer to it as Sullivan now. Please. Thank you. Because he did a lot of work. For, he was a selectman for years on the zoning board and. Uh, 
He uh, he was our MWA man for, and in, in, uh, not no uh, John Carroll passed away, and uh, he was in the MWA for one of the original members. He's a great man, Mr. Mr. Carroll. It, it will now be referred to as the Sullivan Water Treatment Facility. Thank, Thank you. And so, just to clarify, that, that will leave us a balance of uh, thirty-five thousand two hundred dollars mm -hmm. that is still in the pot. For Correct. Us. Yeah. And that's it. Yep. All those in favor, say aye. 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 Opposed four zero. Thank you all. Appreciate it. Thank you, Randy. Charlie, Kenny. I'm gonna listen to the articles. Oh, could you? No, it's okay. <laughs> so, Charlie, we're gonna go through the articles. We're just gonna group them. Is that what we're gonna do? Or? Yeah. Yeah. Can we? Why don't we take these two gentlemen? Yeah. Why don't we? Yeah. Just come on up. I'm sure you got better places to be, right? Yeah. Is this um? Which is this the change of offices? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Huh? Come sit down. You can stand up. <laughs> one can sit, one can stand, whatever you feel, whatever you feel comfortable. <laughs> so this is for the uh, change of offices for uh, Canton Auto Group? Canton Auto Group, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. Just, just tell us who you are. Yeah, and which, uh, what's going on? Uh, my name is uh, Gene, uh, Jean in French, Gene Arles. This is my business partner, who's also my older brother. Yeah, Ricardo. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so this is Ricardo Arles. So um, we just uh, asked to change um, the directors of the Kitten Auto Group INC on 652 Washington Street. So I am um, Jim William Arles, will be the president, he will be the vice president, and then uh, Ethan, which is our other partner, he's not available to be here today, so he's going to be on the treasurer. And then also um, to also add a trading on the, on the Kitten Auto Group, so he's going to be uh, RJ O Motors. So that's what we have. Because right now you're right next door on, on reverse. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You There's only eight cars, correct? Yeah. yeah. You're aware of that? Yeah. Sure. So the people that applied to us before, they have nothing. More, they have nothing to do with this business anymore. Is that? Oh uh, no, no, no. Uh, he's the a, a treasurer. He's still yeah. the treasurer. Treasurer. Yeah. And we still have a right to review it after six months. Yeah. So is the business? Forgive me. Is the business combining, or there are two separate businesses located on the? No, same it's premises? a. Uh, it's two separate. Business. The first one, so which is so it's like a sole proprietorship. So we're doing business as RJ O Motors. So now we become partner with uh, Ethan. So he was the one that first obtained on the license. So it's still gonna be Kenton Auto Group INC, except for um, the trade name also gonna be RJO Motors. So you're so part we're of the brand, yeah. You're gonna be part of the group. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it'll be three of you now instead of one. Yes, 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 exactly. Okay. But the business hasn't changed. No, no. And the footprint the of the premises hasn't changed. No, no, everything is the same. Okay. Yeah. Any other, do you have anything you want to add? Uh, um, yeah, I just, I just, I just want to say, so we just want to grow um, successful business in town. So hopefully we can give back to the town and help. help we appreciate that. Yeah. We, you know, if you're successful in town, the town's successful, you're successful, and that's what we want. We appreciate it. Yeah. Any you more questions for either gentleman? I'm curious how uh, Gene is the president, but the older brother is the vice president. <laughs> 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 Switch me around. Dust on the car ride home. Or... <laughs> Tell me that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's so best of luck to you guys. Thank, Thank you. you. Appreciate, appreciate it. it. Any other comments, questions, concerns? Hearing none, all those in favor say aye. 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 Opposed? 4-0. He didn't have a motion, but, but we understood. We understood what you meant, yeah. <laughs> yeah uh, the motion was to, uh, to approve the request for the change of um, officers and directors. So... Thank you. Motion's been motion in the brain. Seconded. Seconded. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. All those in favor now? Aye. Aye. Aye.
Opposed? 4-0. Thank, Thank you. you. <laughs> Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Thanks for your patience. Your patience. Thank you. Thank you for doing that. Thank you. Good idea. Now we want to go with the articles? Now we go with the articles. Okay, so it just... Huh? It's article time. It's article time. So basically what we're going to do here is just vote to uh, support articles, correct? Yep. So articles one, four times, standardly, uh, just standard normal things. Um, oh, is Randy still here? Oh, want to mention something? No, he left. Of, of um, article five, we'll have a, something regarding, uh, regarding the Quinn bill. Did you want to speak to that? Or? I'm happy to speak to any articles that are financially have questions on. So I haven't Quite done this with the board before, but um, my understanding that we can cluster some of these together to, to get through them. Uh, there are some articles that are just normally supported, uh, one through five in this case, but there was uh, some clarification we wanted to provide on the collective bargaining agreement with the uh, police union uh, uh, around the Quinn-like Quinn bill, not the Quinn bill. Yes, sir. So, um, so uh, there's a, um, that provision of that article, the education incentive, Quinn-like incentive, um, wasn't uh, part of the funding in this year's budget, and so that's why it needs to go to, to town meeting under Article 5 in order for that particular provision uh, to be funded. Um, the amount is um, uh, $116,000, uh, and that would uh, cover uh, the amount for, um, uh, for FY, um, FY23. 23. 23. It's retroactive. Uh, right now. I'm, hold on, one, one second. There's, there are there are two amounts. This this, my apologies. There's FY23 and then there's FY24. I'm sorry. The amount for FY23 is seventy-six thousand. That would be the amount that's associated with this article. And the other amounts, it's um, would be in the the budget in Department Nine Ten, which is our contract benefits line. So if this did get approved at town meeting, um, then the one hundred and sixteen thousand for twenty-four would be is already. Part of the operating budget request, and it would be held in Department 910 and dropped down to the police budget. You know, assuming this passes. Thank you. So motion to uh, basically support articles one through five as written. Mm -hmm. Motion has been made and seconded. Ms. Lopez. Any further discussion? All those in favor, say aye. 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 So Article uh, 6, personal service contracts, there, uh, there aren't any that need funding at town meeting, so you can uh, indefinitely postpone. So we just move on? Yep. Just, we don't even have to vote on it, then. No. just recommend. So just to... Other, other Article 7 is the, uh, there's discussion um, on setting salaries for elected officials, and FinCom has a subcommittee that's, a, that's looking into that, and I don't believe uh, we have a, a final... Uh, recommendation yet, so we uh, recommend you defer that to a, a future meeting until such time as the subcommittee comes back. Okay. Eight. Uh, Randy, I was, was just going to say there's, there's potentially two motions under that article. The uh, motion one is uh, the standing article for the t for the town clerk because she's elected has yep. her salary ha uh, has to be voted there, um, and, and it's already part of the budget, but it has to be voted in this article. Motion two is what the finance committee is working on. So do you want us to support, support motion one at this time? Yes, please. Is there a motion, Mr. Yeah. Theodore? Make a motion to uh, approve. Uh, what did you say? Uh, was it motion one for the motion town one for uh, uh, Yeah, motion one of Article 7, correct? Yeah. Fair. Um, for the town clerk. Second. 
Motion has been made and seconded. Any discussion? Comments? Concerns? Hearing none, all supports uh, Article 7, motion number one, say aye. 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 Four zero and um, uh, uh, number two would be uh, postponed to a later date. Correct. Pay bills for prior fiscal year, are there any? Yeah, we have one bill from the executive office. So as you know, I wasn't here, so this is before <laughs> my time. Uh, as you know, if uh, a bill from a prior fiscal year needs to be after. approved by, by town meeting, and there's, there's one bill, I don't know the exact two, amount. $236.08 uh, uh, from Norwood, Norwood Printing, and it would be funded out of a current uh, current uh, budget account, so it's no, not new money. We'll try to avoid that next year. Yes. Yeah, that's not so fair. We need a motion to uh, recommend. Second. Motion made and seconded. Further discussion? Hearing none, all those in favor say aye. Aye. Opposed, 4 0. Next on is Article 9. I don't know yet, right? Well, uh, Article 9, there are some accounts that need to be adjusted, and I think Randy was going to speak to that. Right. Uh, there might be more, correct? Well, we've, we've been focusing on them, and we think we have them down to two. Um, at this point in time. Um, one is an easy cure. Uh, it's a Hanson School Improvements Capital account uh, from um, several years ago that's in deficit $31,609.45. And thankfully, there's another Hanson Capital Project roof repairs that's in surplus. Um, the pro these, both these projects are completed by $51,208.94. So uh, we would want to cure the deficit in the uh, Hanson School Improvements Capital Account with this uh, other nice funds. Fix. Right. So nice, nice, neat fix. Yeah. And I thank the, the, t the town accountant uh, for, for identifying the fix on that one. So that's, that's an easy one. Uh, the other one is um, related to compensated uh, absences. Currently, there's a deficit of 150800 That is, as, um, uh, as people re retire and they're owed um, you know, uh, their compensation, buybacks, et cetera, and as you know, there's been um, some uh, you know, high, uh, higher uh, high-profile uh, uh, retirements in, in the town. So we did close out uh, a deficit last year of 148000 that was a deduct on our free cash. It's grown by another 10,000. We're expecting there's going to be more. We typically fund this account 80,000 per year for this, um, but that amount has been exceeded. And given that there's going to be more, I'm recommending that we cure this with $250,000 um, so that we are in the black and we can cover um, all of the other remaining items. And, and hopefully we'll cover this with snow and ice. If not, I will find um, another companion account to be able to cover it with current money so there's no new money. And I just want to clarify, this is a legal obligation from the contracts, correct? Yes, it is. So it's not a kiss. Exactly. So I want to make that yep. clear. Yep. clear. Yep. Okay. Article 9. Yes. Is there a motion been made and seconded? Any discussion, concerns, questions? Hearing none, all those in favor say aye. Aye. Opposed for zero. Mr. Scollins, uh, Mr. Uh, Duty. Mr. Scollins, revolving funds, Article 10. Article 10. So um, there'll likely be uh, two motions here. One is the standard motion to uh, set the spending limits, and um, uh, based on everything that I've heard, there'll be no changes in the recommended spending limits, so that's uh, fairly easy. There's uh, one item, uh, one particular fund uh, within the revolving accounts, uh, revolving fund 132. Uh, it's a school revolving account for um, student parking fees. And through our project of looking at the chart of accounts for the town, um, we've determined that this 
really isn't a true 53 E and a half revolving fund. It's covered under a separate statute that that's governed by the schools. Um, so uh, in going through this, it, it doesn't fit within the new fund structure that we're going to have. So we'd like to remove it from the bylaws like many other school um, similar funds are. They're not in this 53 E and a half revolving fund articles. We want to remove uh, fund, um, uh, One thirty-two for student parking fees because it falls under a separate um, uh, statute that's managed by the schools. We just want we want to remove it from the bylaw, clean it up. Is there any questions, comments? Is there a motion? Uh, yeah, we that we support Article Ten. Second. Motion made. Second. Discussion. Comments, concerns. Hearing none. All those in favor say aye. Aye. Zero. Mr. Collins, Mr. Judy. Article 11 deals with insurance proceeds and any changes to general session laws, and there aren't any that we are aware of, so we recommend you indefinitely postpone. Number 12. That's 11 and 12. Okay. Uh, Article 13 is uh, a recommendation to double the funds uh, in order for the DPW to get a jump on pavement. We talked about this a little bit earlier, so we anticipate 750,000 and I'm sorry, 740,000 in Chapter 90 funds, and we. Uh, met as a team and, and thought that we would match that Absolutely. so that the DPW can get a head start and get out in front of the other contractors <coughs> looking for asphalt and looking for pavers. Yep. Is there a motion, Mr. Theodore? Supporting Article 13. Second. Motion made and seconded discussion. Comments, questions, hearing none. All those in favor say aye. Aye. Opposed, four zero. Mr. Scollins, Mr. Duty. Mr. Scollins. Um, there's uh, no request to uh, increase the supplement for the community recognition funding. We currently have a balance in that account. Great. So, IPP. Recommended supporting Article 14. Mm -hmm. Motion, yeah, to recommend to, uh, to support Article 14. But it, I it, think you said we're we not, don't need there's to. There's nothing. We don't oh, need to. There's, there's no oh, need to. Oh, okay, I'm yeah, sorry. Um, fi okay, 15. Article 15 is the, uh, is the capital, which uh, recommend deferred town meeting. Next. Article 16 is the 4th of July. That's the annual um, $35,000 $35, that the rec department uses to contract with the... Is it still 35? Yes, I believe it's 35 still. God bless you. Um, did they know if they've uh, contacted them yet? They have. Uh, Tyler was proactive this year uh, and, and got out there early. Unfortunately, they're still the... We're not going to be are, June again, are we? There are a few pyrotechnicians out there. Uh, we're not able to get back on the July 4th date yet, but I think it, I, I, it's either going to be the 3rd or the 5th. Okay, good. We'd like to get back on the 4th in honor of Mr. Ramondo, who ran the program for years, and yeah, now yeah. He, you know, he had to be in the 4th. I think, I think we're getting back I to the cycle. No, I just want to make sure that it's, I'll say it every time in his honor. Yep. He I devoted so many years of his life to... Uh, the Recreation Department. Yes, sir. Just as an aside, Mr. Chair, I know Senator Feeney uh, has a pyrotechnics business, or at least he did. <laughs> he he did. actually runs these things. So just Probably. putting it out there. Yeah. So the first time I met Senator Feeney, uh, he was uh, he was lighting the fireworks off at the Irish Cultural Center, and I was really? on detail, and I had. Th does no he still idea. do it? Does he still do it? No. I, I, he, he doesn't. He no. doesn't. Do it. No. Okay. No. Right. Well, he's got a friend in the business. <laughs> <laughs> and he still has all his fingers, which is amazing. For <laughs> We gotta ask him about his toes, though. <laughs> yeah, right. So, I yeah, support oh, Article 16. Support Article 16. Yeah, Please motion to support Article 16. Second. Motion made. Second. Discussion. Comments. Concerns. Hearing none. All those in favor, say aye. Aye. Four zero. 
Seventeen is going to be the CCPC recommendations, which we uh, defer to town meeting. Okay. Article 18, appropriation for special ed, and Article 19, appropriation to increase capital stabilization fund. Right. So um, for both of these uh, articles, the recommendation is to fund uh, with $1 million. So uh, for Article 18, that's the ask uh, from uh, school administration, given the rising SPED costs, um, some pretty significant uh, increases, double-digit increases there. They're hoping that this will uh, help to stabilize um, uh, their costs uh, incurrence there for the next couple of years. Obviously, it's as you know, it's... Um, both the school committee and select board have to approve releasing funds out of this if it goes in. But the request is for a million dollars. And then again, um, with Article 19, uh, I'm recommending that we put another million dollars in capital stabilization. We put a million dollars in last year. Again, this is coming from our, our reserves that we have excess. And the thinking on, on this add to capital stabilization, same as last year, is that when it comes time to have to uh, borrow for the uh, Galvin uh, School Project that this will allow us to borrow less and ultimately save the taxpayers' interest on, on that borrowing. Is there a motion, Mr. Fever? People vote that we support um, Articles 18 and 19. Second. Motion made and second. Any discussion? Comments? Concerns? Hearing none, all those in favor say aye. Aye. 4 0. Number 20. Articles 20 to 23, 27, and 30 are Select Board articles sponsored, uh, uh, Select Board sponsored articles, and we recommend support. Is there a motion, Mr. Peter? A motion that we support Articles 20 through, 20 through 23, 27, and 30. Second. Motion made second. Any further discussions, comments, concerns? Hearing none, all those in favor say aye. Aye. Opposed? 4-0. Articles 24, 25, and 26 are non-controversial and requested by department heads. We recommend your support. Motion made made, Mr. Peter? Yeah, motion made to support Articles 20 through 24 through 25, 26. Correct? Yeah. Motion made second. Any further discussion? Hearing none, all those in favor? Say aye. Aye. Four zero. Uh, we recommend you take no action on Article 28. It is the citizen petition article uh, relative to the Sustainability Steering Committee. Uh, article 27 uh, was uh, inserted in its place. We have the support of the citizens' petition folks for Article 27. So Article 28 would be no action. Do you want us to vote? No. Okay, Mr. Uh, Mr. Uh, article 29 is a zoning article. We uh, recommend you defer to the planning board. Absolutely. 30? That's it. Done. What about 30? Oh, I don't have 30 on the sheet. Sorry. To appropriate funds to meet expenses for the next fiscal year. Mrs. Collins, do you want to speak to that one? I thought 31 was a budget article. What was the next one? Uh, oh, 30. 30. 30. Amend general bylaw by adding new article short term. Oh. I'm sorry, Article 30 is the uh, short-term rental property uh, bylaw. It was uh, crafted in response to the proliferation of Airbnbs. Uh, it was done in conjunction with uh, our interim town planner, uh, zoning board, planning board, and uh, we recommend that the select board support the, the bylaws. Absolutely. Is there any questions or comments? Hearing none, is there a motion? Yeah, we support Article 30 then. Motion remain second and further discussion. Comments, concerns? Hearing none, all those in favor say aye. Aye. 4 0. Thank you. And last but not least, Article 31 appropriate funds to meet expenses for the next fiscal year. Thank you. And the FinCom, sir. Yeah. Uh, Thank you. FinCom. Yes. Yeah. Okay. You're here awful long. Why don't you sleep in an extra 10 minutes? <laughs> <laughs> it's such a pleasure. I'm glad you say that to me. Joy <laughs> being you. Rounding third, headed for home. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> to the uh
All right, we'll move right to these. Next is a vote to, uh, to approve an uh, application for a special liquor license to serve alcohol beverages at a one-day event. Trinity Episcopal Church on Blue Hill River Road on May 6, 2023, from 6 p.m. till uh, May 7th, 12.30 a.m. Contingent upon building commissioner, police chief and fire chief approval. Second. Motion made and Any further discussion? Comments, concerns, hearing none, all those in favor say aye. Aye. Number seven. Number six, vote to a request to uh, serve alcohol on Sunday, May 7th, 2023 at 10 a.m. outside an approved licensed permitting hours of 11 a.m. and a one-day entertainment for MJTJ to hold an annual Trillium 5K road race beginning at 8.30 a.m. Uh, Trillium Brewing at 100 Royal Street, Contingent Pond. Please fire and build an approval. Motion to be made second, and we've done this every year for the last couple of years. I uh, have no other for, uh, discussion, comments, concerns. Hearing none, all those in favor say aye. Aye. Opposed? 4 0. Next is a vote to approve the PAF for EMS coordinator. Um, I move that we approve the PAF. Second. Motion to be made second in discussion. Comments, concerns? Hearing none, all those in favor say aye. Aye. 4 0. Next on the agenda is an additional 2% retiree cost of living investment. I move that the board would um, approve the 2% cost of living investment. Motion made to say any discussion, comments, concerns? Hearing none, all those in favor say aye. Aye. Opposed? 4 0. Move that the board uh, approve the warrant for the town election to be held on April 4th, 2023. Second. Motion to second. Any further discussion? Comments, concerns, hearing none, all those in favor say aye. Aye. Opposed? That is 4 0. Um, vote to accept these gifts under the. Uh, in, uh, vote to accept and authorize the use of the gift in accordance with terms under Mass General Laws 44, Section 53A. The following donations $100 from Rob's Masonry to the Police Department. Motion made and seconded. Any further discussion, comments, concerns, hearing none, all those in favor say aye. 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 That's 4 0. 2500 from Mary Moran to the Department of Elder and Human Services. Second. Motion has been made and seconded for uh, Mrs. Moran. All those in favor say aye. Aye. Opposed? 4 0. Uh, Make sure I thank you to both of you folks. Mr. Mr. Duty? Yes. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. I know that. Yeah, that's right. Uh, next is a motion to appoint a sustainability committee member, and that would be Tricia Florence. Second. Motion has been made and seconded. Any discussion, comments, concerns? Hearing none, all those in favor say aye. 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 4 0. Next one, it would be uh, to uh, vote to rectify, or recertify, I'm sorry, the request for use of mitigation from the Avalon funding of, funding, uh, of the funding of the Housing Trust Coordinator. Change that? I, I'd like to change that. Make a change that? Uh, not the source of funding to the billboard because the Avalon, we're looking at that money for, which was, which was uh, negotiated way back when. Uh, for the lights at the corner of uh, York Street and Randolph Street. Right. So, um, Mr. Chairman, uh, would you have any opposition to using the Bright View mitigation? Fund? Whatever you want. That's fine with me. I'm just, just trying to keep it to a, a housing relay. That's fine. So, would be uh, the motion would be to uh, right. request for the mitigation from the Bright, Bright View, View mitigation. mitigation. Okay. Motion to be made and seconded. Any discussion, comments, concerns? Hearing none, all those in favor say aye. Aye. Opposed? 4 0. Next is just uh, other business is the vendor warrants for the week of 217 was $1,914,273.12. Payroll warrant for the same week, 
272,803.91. Render warrant for the week of 224, $6,623,127.57. And the payroll warrant for the same week, $1,410,853.81. I just want to, going back to the housing trust coordinator to fund that position, that there will be, uh, we, we pay back once it comes back, correct? Exactly. Okay. Once the condominium is sold. Correct. And the funds come in, yes. Okay. I thought yeah. I just wanted to make sure that's on the yep. record. Is, just to clarify, on the warrants, you, you noticed that the 224 is, you know, considerably higher than usual, $6 million. That includes the Canton Holdings payment. That's why it's in the $6 million range. Great. How much of that was, how much do we give them? Uh, in the area of 6.4. Um, okay, so I move that the board approve the minutes uh, from the select board meeting of January 31st and February 14th. Second. Motion been made and seconded for the minutes. Any questions, comments, concerns? Hearing none, all those in favor say aye. Aye. Four zero. Is next to a board approve the uh, Southeastern Regional Service Group uh, awards for. It's the surge contract. Surge, yes, surge well, contract. Yeah, 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 yeah. Stand, do that every year. Yep. So motion been made. Motion been made. Second. I was waiting for you. you, you I just made the motion. You have more coffee. All those in favor say aye. Aye. Opposed five four zero. Uh, next on the agenda is a vote to appoint John Conley as an Norfolk County Advisory Board representative. <laughs> Let's have some debate. Yeah. What is it? What is this about? I don't know. Nobody's seconding. <laughs> <laughs> what? Second. The last meeting started at 6 o'clock and they go home at 10.30, so. <laughs> All those in favor say aye. Aye. Opposed, 4-0. Um, can, can I just did, interject? Okay. Can, you, can you vote on that? Yeah, I can vote for myself. Okay. As I was taught a long time ago, if you don't vote for yourself, then you really don't want the job. <laughs> That's a good point. Right? We already did the early voting, so the next thing is just to, we'll hold the next meeting at Tuesday, March 14th, 5.30 p.m., here in the solemn meeting room. And that's it. Anything? Um, I have one quick one announcement. The, uh, the Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion Committee rescheduled their event that was supposed to be held tonight uh, for, unfortunately for us, uh, Tuesday, March 14th. But it'll be at the library at 7 o'clock? Yes. Is that correct? Yeah. Good thing we kept this meeting light. I, it was Laurie. <laughs> what happened to the light meeting? <laughs> oh, don't worry. Oh, it'll be it'll be quick. <laughs> so I Is there another business before the board? The what? what, what When's the next St. Gerard meeting? Oh, what did you want me to mention? The, the, the next meeting um, that is going to invite the public to participate oh, 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 in the, the, providing the, its ideas is March 7th at the high school, um, as well as um, an online meeting. Uh, for people to, who would prefer to participate by Zoom, I think oh, yeah. that is March. It is thirteenth, sound? March. Oh, um, I'll tell you right now. Uh, March thirteenth, yeah, at seven o'clock, and the earlier one, March seventh, is also at seven o'clock. As the chairman of that committee, Mike, I probably should have remembered that, but thank you. See who says Mike doesn't do anything. <laughs> he's, he's, that's helpful. No one. I move that we adjourn. <laughs> oh, anything else? I'm sorry. Any, I, no, that's it. Any, any, other comment, any, any other? Business before the board, hearing none, um, look for a motion to adjourn at uh, 7.48. All those in favor say aye. Aye. Opposed? 4-0. Thank you and have a great night.